has plenty of time. Now rolls right. There's nobody there, and it's going to be picked off by Victory Sykes at the 20, the 15, the 10. He should walk in, makes the man miss, and into the end zone. Touchdown. Victory Sykes, a 19-yard interception return, and Burwell is up 13 to nothing. Today, it's live coverage of the Nebraska State Championships from Memorial Stadium in Lincoln. High School Football on ESPN Radio is brought to you by the KXPN Sports Club. Handoff, Dibbern, right up the middle, finds a seam, and he's gone. Down to the 15-10, five, touchdown, touchdown, Aurora Huskies. Six programs will hoist a state title trophy this season, and you can hear every game right here on your ESPN Superstation. It's time to crown the next state champion. But first, a new Tech Seed pregame show. We'll take you live to Memorial Stadium in Lincoln. Right after this word from New Tech Seed. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit newtech at yieldleader.com. Young disputed Midwest yield leader. And welcome back, everyone, to Memorial Stadium in Lincoln as the 2015 Nebraska State High School Football Championships continue with our second contest in D2 as the Renegades of Chambers Wheeler Central take on the Flyers of Humphrey St. Francis. With our producer-engineer Merritt Lawson and Larry Baker, I'm Doug Duda with you on the New Tech Seed pregame show. New Tech Seed, your yield leader. Contact Terry and Jason Stark or a New Tech Seed dealer near you. Well, you've got the state's smallest class up next, and you have one of the smallest rosters in the state coming in as the favorite in this football game as Chambers Wheeler Central will look to go 13-0 and beat a Humphrey St. Francis team for the second time this year, who's 11-1, the Flyers' only loss of the year, was in Week 3, 28-6. And, Larry, when you say 28-6 in eight-man football, that's a, a very competitive football game. You do not see that very often. Uh, with good, good football teams, and we may see more of that here this afternoon. Well, yeah, and I think when you look at this game, Doug, to be quite honest with you, uh, tons of defense. Neither one of these teams give up very many points. Uh, Offensively, it will be very different in that Humphrey St. Francis has been known for a really long time as a team that plays great defense and old-school Northeast Nebraska offense. They're going to get in the eye. And they're going to run power, power, ISO power. They're going to run toss. Chambers Wheeler Central has got athletes everywhere. They're going to spread you out, run lots of zero option um, and uh, bubble screen, lots of spread type looks. So offensively, it will be very different. Defensively, they both just flat don't let people score. And they are not the biggest eight-man teams of all time either. Even at the D2 level, you'll see some of those linemen that can be 220, 240, 250. That is not the case here. And Chambers Wheeler Central builds everything around their outstanding All-State senior quarterback in Brendan Pelster. Yeah, and, and you know, you've only got one 200-pounder um, basically on the entire roster for Chambers Wheeler Central, and you've only got a couple for... Uh, St. Francis. And when you take a look at Brendan Pelster back there as the quarterback for Chambers Wheeler Central, he is going to run it. He is going to throw it. 
he is going to do it defensively. And one thing about Chambers Wheeler Central is they get ready to get introduced here. It won't take long. There's only 15 total kids on the roster. Yeah, and Pelster, the numbers are eye-popping, Doug. He's rushed the ball for nearly 1,400 yards, 36 touchdowns on the season. He's also dropped back 101 times uh, to throw the ball for 1,400 yards with 24 touchdowns. So you're talking about a guy here that's got 60 touchdowns on the year. And when you look at his total offense, you know, he's pushing 3,000 yards. As a team, they've got, you know, almost 4,800 total yards of offense. And two things that you have to remember here, that's on an eight-man field. That's on a majority of games that were over in the fourth. I mean, we don't stop the games anymore. But And it's not like they're going to pull him a lot with 15 kids. You have to ask a lot of the times, well, how will these kids be in the fourth quarter? They have no option. They have to play a majority of the football game. Maybe not quite so much for Humphrey St. Francis. 24 kids on the roster, and while they've got a good senior quarterback and Damian Baumgart, it's another Wemhoff. Wemhoff, the name synonymous with that area. Kyle's not very big in stature, 5'10", 160, but he gets the job done. Well, yeah, 1,800 yards nearly, Doug. Um, 24 touchdowns. He's also caught the ball six times for 122 yards. And that's where I say it's a little uh, different offensively. You know, they've put 4,200 yards up on the season. Half of those come right through Mr. Wemhoff. We're going to take a look at the starting lineup as we get ready for the D2 championship. Chambers Wheeler Central, Humphrey St. Francis, right after this. I think you go into nursing because you have a vision of being able to make a difference in people's lives. I remember the nurse when I was a child and going to the doctor's office. I guess that was what I always just wanted to do. It's the nurses that make the difference as to whether a patient really feels good about being here and feels like they're in good hands. I think the nurses gained status. Because they lived it, number one, but they also brought all that knowledge and expertise from many years of dealing with pretty much any situation that they might run into. They became respected by the medical staff as very highly qualified registered nurses. So I'm, I'm kind of proud of that. Celebrating 100 years of inspired care. Mary Lanning Healthcare. Let's take a look at the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. First off for Humphrey St. Francis at center is number 86, six foot, 200 pound senior, Noan McPhillips. At left guard, number 42, 6'1", 185 pound junior, Kyle Brockhaus. And at right guard, number 22, 6'2", 200 pound junior, Cole Wemhoff. The tight ends are number one, 5'11", 170 pound junior, Carson Widener. And number 33, 5'11", 190 pound senior, John Korth. The fullback is number 12, 5'10", 175 pound junior, Evan Claussen. The eyeback, number 11, 5'10", 160 pound senior, Kyle Wemhoff. And the quarterback, number five, 5'10", 165 pound senior, Damian Baumgart. The head coach at Humphrey St. Francis, Eric Kessler, assisted by Dave Strickland and Luke Wiesler. They come in with a record of 11-1, defeating O'Neill St. Mary's, Osceola, Falls City Sacred Heart, and why not? And some very good football teams there in the East and are 11-1. Their only loss, of course, coming to Chambers Wheeler Central. They were the D2 runner-up in 2012. They won it all back in 2009. Now for the Chambers Wheeler Central Renegades 
at center will be number one, 5'10", 180-pound sophomore Logan Pelster. At right guard, number 42, 6'185", pound senior Jacob Green. And at left guard, number 98, 6'2", 220-pound senior Cody Ramsey. At wide receiver, number 6, a 6'160", pound junior Connor Croxon. And number 32, 5'9", 140-pound junior Zane Patrick. The fullback is number 27, 5'10", 165-pound junior Nick Haberchek. The eyeback, number 11, 5'9", 160-pound sophomore Dan Leibold. And the quarterback, number 12, 5'11", 185-pound senior Brendan Pelster. The head coach is Thomas Tramer, assisted by Jeremy Slotick, Drew Castleder, Ron Peterson, and Randy Pelster. They are undefeated at 12-0, defeating Wallace, Bertrand, and Selma Myrna and Sandhill Stedford here in the state playoffs. Chambers-Wheeler Central, for the most part, Chambers won a title back in 2007. Wheeler Central has been six-man for so many years, and they've won some six-man titles, and they've been here in the playoffs the last couple of years. Our starting line is brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. Yeah, I think that's the thing. Don't mistake this uh, uh, Chambers-Wheeler Central team, CWC, is like this is new to them. Those two communities have done a lot of winning through the years, Doug. No doubt about it. Should be a great battle here today, but it still amazes me when you don't see a lot of girth and a lot of bulk up front and only 15 total kids that this team has done what they've done. Yeah, and they've beaten great football teams, you know, all the way through. And one of the things I just saw is, you know, they've got 43 takeaways on the season, Doug. That is unbelievable. You know, you're adding four possessions a game. To, to what you're doing. That allows you to put up some of the numbers that they have. And Humphrey St. Francis was their closest game of the year. They were tested for a half last week uh, against Sandhill Stedford. That was 16-15 at the half, but then they dominated the second half and won it 52-15. to Yeah, and I think the thing is, you know, when you think about the 15-man roster, where it does come in is nowhere through the season have they been able to go 8-on-8, eight eight, right? Be able to go a full team on team. That's why they need more assistant coaches. That's exactly right. Uh, and one of the things is we, you know, we've seen it a hundred times. You know, we saw it in the last game with the quarterback going out. Somebody goes out, you don't have a ton of depth there, and that does make things very serious. Well, those are the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, and we'll be back with more as we get close to kickoff after this. Shop local. Shop Small Business Saturday at Gary Michaels Clothiers in downtown Hastings and Kearney. Entire store, buy one item, receive the second at 50% off, excluding Brighton and special orders. All outerwear, 30% off, from leather jackets to wool coats. Entire stock, men's suits and sport coats, from traditional to slim fit, now 30% off. Ladies, take an additional 20% off, select clearance racks. Support Small Business Saturday. Personal service and professional tailoring, Gary Michaels Clothiers, downtown Hastings and Kearney. You're listening to KXPN Carney, KICS Hastings, and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Our online streaming is brought to you by the University of Nebraska Kearney. We are the difference makers. Call to schedule a campus visit. Glad to have you along with us. It is the second of six championships, but the first one today was pretty exciting. Bruning Davenport Shickley able to hold on for a 44-30 to victory over Burwell in a game that was at one time 28 to nothing. Yeah, and I expect to see the same type of thing here, Doug. I think, again, both these teams play good enough defense. They're going to keep enough stuff in front of them. There will be big plays in this game. 
but I, I expect to see another great game. So Chambers Wheeler Central and Humphrey St. Francis. That'll be followed by Aurora taking on Elkhorn South. We'll have that for you as well. A battle of unbeatens, two of the top three seeds coming into the playoffs. And then tomorrow, Columbus Scotus and Norfolk Catholic are the early game in C1. Aquinas and Oakland Craig will be the afternoon game in C2. Millard West and Millard North tomorrow night, the Class A final. Each and every one of those games right here on ESPN Radio. And you've been listening to the New Tech Seed pregame show. New Tech Seed, your yield leader. Contact Terry and Jason Stark or a New Tech Seed dealer near you. Chambers Wheeler Central and Humphrey St. Francis for the D2 state title when we return. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products, your provider of GM-powered natural gas, and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines, and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. The difference between an average home and a beautiful home may be something as simple as an interior door. And when you choose Mead Lumber, you choose to have a great selection of everything you need for a small home improvement to a complete remodel. Mead Lumber can help you design a floor plan and provide the supplies you need to build it. Mead Lumber is committed to providing quality and sustainable building materials, a strong product mix and selection, competitive pricing and outstanding service, timely delivery, and so much more. Mead Lumber and Carney, building dreams and relationships. Chambers Wheeler Central has elected to take the football to start the game here this afternoon in game two of the state high school football championships. Don't forget that later this week, the Doug and Daddy Show will be back at Cunningham's on Wednesday for our final Husker lunch as we get ready for Iowa and what has become an amazingly big game. We knew that it always could be, but so much on the line, and we'll talk about it Wednesday during the Doug and Daddy Show here on ESPN Radio from 11 to 12 and Husker Football Talk from 12 until 1 o'clock. Now the sun at this time of the year, it shifts. It always does here at Memorial Stadium, but earlier, now that we're into late November, the west sands were engulfed in the sun early this morning. Now the east stands are, and the west are totally in the shadow. And it will also change a little bit of the football field, too. You've got about 60% of the field in the sun and about 40% of it right now in the shade, and that could play a part on some passes and some kickoffs. All right, well, they're going to get ready to kick this thing off, Doug. And I mean, it's about CWC's speed, and it's about uh, Humphrey St. Francis' power. This is going to be really exciting because... And, and, and in just watching it in the pregame, the Chambers Wheeler Central can fly. They've really got some guys that are athletic. Also, just as a, as a note, we did see the Chambers Wheeler Central uh, kicker make a couple from about 35, Doug, and, and especially at the D2 level. But anytime in high school that you've got a kicker that can pound it through like that makes a big difference in the game, something to pay attention to. Leibolt and Pelster will be the returners, and again, Will they get that opportunity, as you talked about? It can be so dynamic in the eight-man game. It's kind of a 50-50 deal in our Burwell BDS game. Both kickers could kick it into the end zone. They didn't always do that as we wait for television to get started here with our D2 state championship game. But, again, depth. If Chambers-Wheeler Central, and we saw that affect our D1 game with a bunch of kids get banged up, some uh, uh, cramping out there really affected the Riley Techmeyer, who didn't get to play most of the second half for BDS, and they still found a way to get it done. Teeing it up here 
will be Wemhoff for Humphrey St. Francis and our D2 State Championship game about ready to get going. If you're listening online, PlatteRiverPreps.com, our streaming brought to you by the University of Nebraska, Kearney. So Libel and Pelster wait deep. It's a line drive kick. Bounces at the 20, and it'll be picked up at the 10-yard line. Up the field, Libel, 15, 20, 25, and he'll be drugged down at the 29-yard line by Carson Widener, and first down and 10 for Chambers Wheeler Central. Inches, inches away from this thing being 6 nothing right now, Doug. That was close. Wemhoff was getting, he was getting squared up because he was the last guy that had a chance there for Chambers Wheeler Central. So first, or for uh, St. Francis, first down and 10, Chambers Wheeler Central. They'll go out of the shotgun with the running back flanking the quarterback, Pelster, to his left. And Leibolt will stand back there to block, running to football, wanting to throw. They've got him hemmed in. He's dancing. And he'll finally be stood up and driven down as he got back to the line of scrimmage. But Pelster just kind of waiting for a little seam there so he could squirt through it. And a great job of containment up there, the tackle made by Riley Hittner. Yeah, and John Korth did a great job there for Humphrey St. Francis. That was a pass play. Uh, The pressure flushed him out, Doug. And Korth did a great job just buzzing his feet, buzzing his feet, and let his buddies come make the tackle. Yes, that was Korth, not Hittner. It's going to be no gain on the play, and that'll bring up second down and 10 yards to go. Put both wideouts in the slot, four wide receivers, and they'll give it to Leibold on an inside handoff from left to right, turns the corner at the 30 and shoved out of bounds, just short of the 35-yard line. Nice gain on the play of six. It'll be third down and four. Yeah, and uh, Damian Bumgart there for Humphrey St. Francis did a great job, Doug, coming from the backside. Uh, there's a lot of speed, like I said, on this Humphrey St. Francis team. Hum- uh, or excuse me, Chambers Wheeler Central. Humphrey St. Francis is going to have to stay disciplined and fly to the ball, and they've done that so far in the first two snaps. Third down along four, empty backfield. It's just Brendan Pelster. He'll take the snap. He'll throw it out here on a wide receiver screen. It is complete, but nowhere to go this time for Zane Patrick, and it's a three and out for Chambers Wheeler Central. Yeah, they. Uh, I like what Humphrey did there. They didn't sell out and run everybody out to cover the three receiver set. They ran kind of a diamond uh, set out of the, with those receivers out of that trip set and just ran uh, now screen and got the two blockers out but by Humphrey not betting too far out, they were able to get underneath the blockers. Chambers-Wheeler Central has not had to punt it very much this year. Brendan Pelster, the do-it-all man, ready to boot it away. And back deep will be Wemhoff, and they almost blocked it, and it is a little shanked off the side of the foot. Bounces at the 20-15. It's going to be a great punt inside the 10 to the 9-yard line. That is a 38-yard punt with no return. Yeah, Doug, and I mean really almost blocked. That was really, really close. Ended up being really good. They didn't kick it right to him, uh, whether it was shanked or they directional kicked it, but it was good. I mean, you're down now nine-and-a-half-ish uh, yard line just uh, inside the 10. That's only the seventh punt. Pelster and Patrick have 13 total between the two. And so uh, good punt. Zane Patrick is also punted the ball a few times out there with Pelster. So, Chambers-Wheeler Central, three and out, and now Humphrey St. Francis will have their first crack in the shadows, moving from north to south, our left to right. Doug, I think one of the officials is injured. Um, I think, yeah, one of the officials is injured. They just ran over 
to get a medical guy. And I think what they're going to do is they always bring extra guys on the crew. Yep, there he is. He just, uh, one of the guys grabbed a bag out. He's going to change his shirt. Uh, and one of the assistant officials is going to have to come in. One of the officials is hurt there on the sideline there. He's just getting dressed as fast as he can down there in the end zone. I, I didn't see it happen, but I saw him huddling on him right away. No flag came out, so he must not have ran into somebody on the sidelines. That would cause a flag to come out. He's working on his left leg. And, I mean, let's face it, that's no different than a kid. You get the opportunity to call a state championship game. You don't want to have to come out of the football game. No doubt about it. And there, I mean, he's, this poor guy in the end zone, he's grabbing his flag. He's grabbing his whistle. He's loading his belt up. Well, I uh, a rarity there, an injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life with two locations in Kearney, and it's on our side judge here in front of the St. Francis sideline. Yeah, and I didn't see, I didn't hear them announce the crew. I'm not sure where this crew is from. So there we go. Justin, Lucy. Allerby, Fort Camp, Olson, Lysey, Nelson, and Stromer. So while they get ready, let's take a break. We're just underway here in the D25. Here in the heartland of America, we need hard-working trucks. For working, tailgating, a truck gets the job done. At Tom Dinsdale, we promise first-rate customer service. And our extensive inventory and new facility will make your car buying experience a pleasure. From Omaha to Denver, don't buy anything without checking Tom Dinsdale Automotive in Grand Island. Tom! Well, everybody's back and ready to go. And on the first play of the game for St. Francis, they'll pitch it to Wemhoff. And Wemhoff is going to be swallowed up at the goal at the uh, line of scrimmage at the 10. No gain. It'll be second down and 10. Yeah, and that's that little eight-man toss, Doug. They're going to go um, tempo here and not huddle, get right to the line of scrimmage. You're going to see that toss where the quarterback's the lead blocker. It's going to be power and iso out of these guys. Baumgart low under center, takes the snap, gives it to Wemhoff and takes it back from him. And now it's a bootleg right side, a lot of room. 15, 20, 25, and out to the 28-yard line for Damian Baumgart, a gain of 18. Yeah, that was a great job there, uh, uh, getting out there on the edge. I believe that was Zane Patrick getting there, showing his speed, getting there on the tackle. But I love the play, Chambers Wheeler Central flying hard to the ball, and it was just quarterback countered, fullback and eyeback. Showed to the left, quarterback reverse pivots out to the right side, and nobody was home. Nine and a half to go. First quarter is scoreless here in the D2 state championship, and the game's first first down at their own 29 for St. Francis. They get sent. They'll turn it off to Wemhoff. Starts right, cuts left, breaks a tackle. He's across the 30, and he has got another big run close to the first down marker at midfield. And they were devastating at the line of scrimmage there, Doug. And I watched in the pregame, Humphrey St. Francis spent a lot of time in the pregame just with their O-linemen driving blocks 10 yards, driving and driving. Instead of normally you just see that they come off and go where they're supposed to go, they really were driving their blocks in the pregame, and you saw it happen right there. They will call it 10 yards and another first down, St. Francis at their own 39-yard line. Staying out of the power eye formation, Baumgart sets him down, gives it to Wemhoff, left side again, gets into CWC territory. He'll pick up four, close to the 37-yard line. Yeah, and this is Humphrey St. Francis's wheelhouse. If they can get you 
three to five a pop, and every now and then one will bust for ten. But this is what they want to do, and that Chamber Central high-flying offense is stuck playing defense. So second down and officially called five, although it is closer to six for Humphrey St. Francis. In Chambers Wheeler Central Territory, tossed to Wemhoff, hit in the backfield and brought down, and he'll be dropped there by Habercheck. Habercheck knocks him back down behind the line of scrimmage, and it's going to be third and along. And Habercheck did a great job there, Doug. He doesn't, that was a toss, and he doesn't overplay it to the outside. You always want your defender to stay on the inside hip of the ball carrier is to not overrun it. And um, What when, kind of spot when, is this, Larry? Okay, I see. They're going to they're gonna say that he did get back to the line of scrimmage and was driven back. Third down and six, so he didn't lose three. They'll hand it to Wemhoff right up the middle. He's got the first down inside the 30 to the 29, and you said it in the pregame. It's not going to be fancy. Yeah, and there it's just chop and chug, man. Those old linemen are just chopping their feet, and the back's chugging along, uh, just picking uh, space, and they're very confident. They're not – Humphrey St. Francis, Coach Kessler, he won't be worried about – getting stopped for no gain or if he loses two on one. State football playoffs brought to you in part by Mary Lanning Healthcare, celebrating 100 years of inspired care. First and 10, Humphrey St. Francis at the Renegade 29. This time they'll hand it off to the fullback who is upended immediately, Evan Clausen, and he'll get a yard to the 28. Yep, and you run that play, you get, it's, it's such a bonus when you can make that be a positive play. You're running the fullback there to hold that inside linebacker, make that inside linebacker respect that fullback, so then you send that fullback into the A-gap, toss it outside to the uh, I-back later, and you've got running room to the outside. Pelster with the tackle, and they will go with John Korth. First time they've split somebody out wide. I-formation Korth, man-on-man, out wide to the right on second down and eight, but they'll give it to Wemhoff, and as he is run over the center, he'll be brought down there by Leibolt. Maybe another half yard. It'll be third down and eight. Yeah, very impressive by Libel. Again, it's a toss, and on toss, you're, you're, you're thinking fast flow, spill your gap, get to the perimeter, and he's staying on that inside hip. Very important against an offense like this that, that wants to cut a lot of things back. Stay on that inside hip, so if he does cut it back, he cuts it back right to you. Still scoreless, six and a half to go in the first quarter. Chambers Wheeler Central three and out. Humphrey St. Francis started at their nine, and now they are at the 26 of CWC. Third down and seven. Wemhoff starts right, and he'll get a couple, give him a chance to get it on fourth down inside the 25, inside the 24, short of the 23. Now the question becomes, how does the play call go? Do they try to get out of what they normally do, or will they just look to pound the thing here, Doug? Again, this team scored only six points in the first meeting between these two. Here's the key. Again, we talked about this Humphrey St. Francis type football and what CWC does not want to have happen. Look at the clock. We're inside six minutes in the first quarter already, Doug. So they line up. They're actually going to split the backs. Fourth down and a long four and movement and no flag back to pass. Looking Baumgart, rolling right, rolling right. Now he's going to have to tuck it up and run, and he dives, and he should have it, and he does inside the 20. They may bring the chains in from the far sideline. This is very close at the 19-yard line. The official says, no, I don't need no chains from 40 yards to the other side. It's a first down. I will say this. If I would have been Chambers Wheeler Central, I would have been screaming for a a measurement 
It's unofficial. It's just like you see in the college game. You don't get this in most high school games. They have the unofficial down marker on the visitor side. That's what the official used there. They don't have chains on them. They're very unofficial. You always want to measure from the other side of the field. Especially on fourth down, but nonetheless, it's first down and 10 here for Humphrey St. Francis at the Renegade 19. Opening drive, I formation, go left side. They get Wem off in the backfield by the jersey. He's able to squeak forward to the line of scrimmage and pick up one to the 18. I mean, Chambers Wheeler Central is playing this very well, Doug. They're swarming to the ball. They are fighting off blocks. But this is one of those deals of how long can you stand up. I know we're only in the first quarter, but playing that type of defense against a physical offense like that takes an incredible amount out of you. Second down, nine yards to go. Opening drive for St. Francis. Started at their own nine, now they're at the 18. Everything on the ground, and they'll pitch it right side. Wemoff takes it back up over his center, down to the 12, close to the 11. A gain of six on the play. Yeah, and you had a receiver or tight end out there just blocking the free safety all the way into the end zone. I mean, Humphrey St. Francis right now is really getting pushed. Chambers Wheeler Central just needs to tighten up, Doug, drop the anchor a little bit. Nolan Cush has checked in as an end here, the sophomore, on third down and two. And St. Francis taking a little longer in the huddle. Makes you think it's just not going to be blast right up the middle here. Let's find out. Third and two, play clock under five. Baumgart takes the snap, sets him down. Quarterback, right side, sneak. Got the first down to the eight. Yeah, I don't think they're in any hurry to get plays in. Simply in the, in the situation, Doug, where I think Humphrey St. Francis, they know the longer they possess this thing, the better off they are. So first and goal for the Flyers inside the Platte Valley Auto of Kearney Red Zone. Looking for the game's first score. Flyers are playing pretty perfect football right now. Three down linemen for the Renegades. And Wemhoff, a little toss, starts right, comes up over center, gets to the five, gets stood up there. It'll be second and goal at the five, a gain of three. Yeah, and again, I, that, that's not bad defense. You know, the interesting thing is with Wemhoff, he you know, came into the game with about 1,800 yards rushing, Doug, 263 carries. You know, I mean, they, they just flat give him the ball, and you're seeing that here, and he just churns them out. Good vision, not overly big, as we said, 160 pounds. So second down and goal at the five out of the eye formation. Baumgart, Wemhoff up the middle, gets to the three, and stood up and forced backward, third and goal. Yeah, that was a great play there. Uh by Cody Ramsey, number 98. He's the 6'2", 220 uh, nose guard. Did a great job there making that play for Chambers Wheeler Central. So third down and goal. Two downs to get it in. They're going to give him the four and not the three, so an extra yard to go here. Staying in a high formation. Long, long drive. It's chewed up about six and a half minutes. They'll turn to Wemhoff, has room into the end zone, flyer touchdown. Acts like he wants to go right, cuts it back left, got a four-yard touchdown run for Kyle Wemhoff. Yeah, and if Humphrey St. Francis went to the doctor and said, write me a prescription for exactly what will work in this game, that drive was what you saw. Just chew the entire field up in small pieces, keep the ball out of Chambers Wheeler Central's hands and turn them into points. CWC 
clearly they need to tighten it up on D, but they've got to make their offensive possessions count, Doug, because I don't think they're going to get very many of them in this game. So they line up to go for the two-point conversion, which could also be big in a tight ball game. Split the backs this time. Fake the inside handoff. Rolling right, wanting to throw. Now needing to run. Just throws it up in the air because that's all that Baumgart could do, and it's incomplete intended for Evan Clausen. So our first five points bank touchdown of the D2 championship is a four-yard run by Kyle Wemhoff, and the two-point conversion no good. 2.41 to go in the first quarter. Humphrey St. Francis 6, Chambers Wheeler Central nothing. This is Carol Pelster, Branch Operations Manager at Nebraska Land National Bank in Kearney. During the holiday season more than ever, our thoughts turn gratefully to those who have made our progress possible. And in this spirit, we sincerely say thank you, and we look forward to continue serving you with local people, local decisions, and local ownership. Member FDIC. Nebraska Land National Bank. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life. With two locations in Kearney, the Ortho Clinic at the Kearney Clinic and the Rehab Clinic at the ENT Building. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, a very proud supporter of the area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravenna, and Wood River, Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. State football playoffs brought to you in part by Tom Dinsdale Autoplex in Grand Island. All you need to know in central Nebraska is Tom Dinsdale Autoplex and TomDinsdale.com. Cole Wemhoff puts it on the tee for the second time this afternoon, and St. Francis will boot it away. Line drive kick that will be taken just inside the one. They'll let him return it with Pelster up to the 10, the 15. Didn't get much. He'll be brought down at the 17-yard line, and Chambers-Wheeler Central will get the football. A 16-play, 70-yard drive that lasted 7 minutes and 34 seconds, something you just never see in eight-man football. Now, and the thing is here, Chambers-Wheeler Central, just do what you do. You know, I mean, they just got lightning bolts everywhere. They just need to throw a couple of them at Humphrey St. Francis here. So the Renegades will come up over the football at their own 17-yard line. They've run three plays in this football game and ended up having to punt it. Out of the pistol formation. It will be kept this time by the quarterback, Pelster, straight ahead, leans the ball across the 20, and a gain of three. Yeah, zero option there, Doug. Uh, you know, we're used to where they just give it on the jet sweep. Uh, here what they do is they don't block the interior lineman. So they give it on the sweep. If he steps with the sweep guy, the quarterback just replaces him. Or if he gets upfield, they hand the thing off, and you're going to see a lot of that motion uh, uh, stuff. They love the perimeter here, even in the run game. Patrick out wide to the right, Crocs into the left, and then two backs in the slots right and left. Empty backfield here. Pelster is going to run it to the left side. Follow his blocks. Has three. Has four. And he'll get out to the 24-yard line. It'll be third down and three. Huge first down. I hate to say that in the first quarter, Doug, but this is big. Chambers-Wheeler Central can't have a situation where the first quarter ends and they've only run six plays. And it would if they don't convert here on third down and three. Ball just across the 24-yard line. 6 nothing. Humphrey St. Francis. After churning out that 7-minute and 34-second drive, Croxon splits out wide to the right. 7 seconds, 6 seconds on the play clock. Pelster, out of the shotgun, takes the snap, rolls right on the option, fakes the pitch, has room, a penalty flag will bring it back. 25-30, 35-36-yard line. 
but the referee threw that in the backfield and a hold on Chambers Wheeler Central. Yeah, I love the play call going option there. And what you've got to do, Humphrey St. Francis, the kid tried to cue stun it. He shuffled in between the quarterback and in between um, uh, the pitchback. You have to take one of them. You have to force the ball. You can't let them continue that relationship down the field. So the holding penalty will negate the first down and make it third and long for Chambers Wheeler Central. They're going to mark it all the way back at the 13-yard line. So they called the hold behind the line of scrimmage. Yeah, it happened right in front of the ball carrier as he bellied back. Yeah, Jacob Green was out there as the, as the guard trying to make his block and did what you said. And the Humphrey St. Francis fans have a little defensive chant here on four wide, twins left and right, third down and 14. Pelster, long count. Back to pass. Three-man rush. Steps up in the pocket. Still looking. Throws it down the right sideline. He's got a man complete at the 35-36. First down. Just able to buy enough time to get it to Leibolt. And they are able to convert third and 14 for way more than 14. It's a gain of 23. Doug, it was great. They ran a mesh concept. And it got he got pushed. The quarterback got pushed off of his spot. And as he rolled, he waved his receiver on. Very heady play. So it'll be first down and 10. Chambers Wheeler Central getting their first first down of the ball game with 40 seconds to go here in the first quarter. 6 nothing St. Francis. Come back to the wide receiver. Look, one right, one left. Again, they'll stay out of the shotgun with Leibolt flanking Pelster most of the time. Fake the option straight up the middle. Pelster will get to midfield, a gain of three, and that should be the final play of the first quarter. With 20 seconds to go, they'll huddle up. So it's been pretty basic. No big plays yet in this football game. But that 16-play, 70-yard march, Humphrey St. Francis has only had the ball one time. But they've got the lead by a score of 6 to nothing, And that's the end of the first quarter in your D2 State Championship game here on ESPN Radio. With over 60 years of experience, Anderson Brothers Electric Plumbing and Heating is the company to trust with all your heating needs. Winter will be here soon. Is your heating system ready? Don't be caught without your system working properly when you need it the most. Kelly and the crew will check out everything on your furnace or heat pump to make sure it's ready for all those cold days. Turn to the experts at Anderson Brothers Electric Plumbing and Heating in Kearney at 308-236-6437 or in Holdridge at 995-4481 or on the web at andersonbros.com. Buzz's Marine has been creating family memories since 1956, and this year was one for the record books. We had a great season, and you reap the benefits. We have more premium used boats than ever before, detailed and indoors. Financing is available, so stop in now. Get the perfect boat that is right for your family. Don't miss out. Get here before our 36th annual used boat show in January. View our used inventory online at buzzesmarine.com or stop by to browse through our 60,000 square feet of indoor showrooms. Buzz's Marine, South Central Avenue, Kearney. Welcome back to the state football playoffs here in the Nebraska Land National Bank broadcast booth. Local people, local decisions, local ownership. End of the first quarter in a fast-moving D2 state championship game. St. Francis 6, Chambers Wheeler Central nothing. The Renegades with 40 yards on two possessions, 70 yards on one possession, and all of it on the ground for Humphrey St. Francis leading it 6 to nothing. Yeah, and we were talking about it in the break a little bit there, Doug. It looks to me like 
there's big play potential everywhere for Chambers Wheeler Central here. Uh, I mean, it's just explosive, uh, their offense. They just need to keep the thing moving and not shoot themselves in the foot here. 15 young men. There's more coaches and reporters and student managers. I actually counted a minute ago. It's just their student managers and coaches, more of those than guys on the sidelines. Seven young men on the sideline over there. And what a job Chambers Wheeler Central has done. Let's see if they can complete it here this afternoon or if St. Francis will pick up their first title since 2009. On second down and eight, just short of midfield. Pelster back to pass. It is hitch and go as far as he can, and it's going to be deflected away by Carson Widener, intended for Zane Patrick. Yeah, Widener did a great job there, but I don't think Patrick understood where that ball was going to be. He felt it was going to be outside, and he was drifting that route back uh, outside or more toward the hash there at the very end. Takes a little work here at Memorial Stadium to get some of those pass routes down. It's a little different than just playing out in the field as uh, most of these eight-man facilities and many 11-man facilities. It's a little different once you get down in the bowl here at Memorial Stadium. Third down and eight at their own 39-yard line. Renegades trailing six to nothing. They haven't been behind much this year. Pelster wants to throw again. It's a quick little out completed into the hands of Croxon. Croxon has the first down to the 29-yard line of the flyer. If they're willing to throw that, that was a 2-3 hitch there, Doug. Remember, you and I did the Humphrey-St. Francis-Giltner game in 2012, I believe that was. And that's what Giltner beat them on were those short passes uh, because St. Francis plays that cover three, but they play it kind of in a bail technique. If you can spin it out there, there's a lot of money to be made. First down and 10 at the 29. This time they will send a man in motion and jet sweep it with Zane Patrick around the left side. Good gain inside the 20, able to tight rope the sidelines and get all the way down to the 15-yard line. A gain of 14, and the Renegades in business in the Platte Valley Auto of Kearney red zone at the 15-yard line. When you're in the zone to find a new or used vehicle, head to the top of the hill, 2nd and 42nd, Kearney's hometown Ford store. You're listening to the D2 State Championships on KXPN Kearney, KICS Hastings, and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Doug Duda, Larry Baker, our producer engineer, Merritt Lawson. 6 nothing Humphrey St. Francis, 11.35 to go in the second quarter. But Chambers Wheeler Central on the move. First and 10 at the 15-yard line. And again, Pelster takes it away from Leibolt, brings it off right guard, gets to the 10, and then is shoved backwards. They'll give him the 9, again a 6. Yeah, that was a nice play. He, he uh, rode his running back a long time there, Doug, uh, and just pulled that ball out late. Damian Bumgart came up and made a great tackle. Uh, just kept driving his feet. I think Cole Wemhoff is going to get tired of following that pitch man if they don't ever, or the running back if they don't ever give it to Leibold. And that's what they want you to do. As soon as you go, I'm going to hit somebody, then Leibold's going right by you. So again, they'll come up over the ball really late here. Five seconds as they put the center and Pelster down, Logan, and they're going to run out of time. That's just the deal where all the quarterback's got to do is look up. But he's not used to that, Doug. He's got the 25-second clock right in front of him. But he's never played with the 25-second clock before. So uh, he's just kind of stuck in his own world there. Not necessarily his fault, just something he's not used to. Well, some of the Erickson boys up there at Wheeler Central, don't they stand in the end zone with the flip cards? That's right. <laughs> I mean, come on. So it's a five-yard penalty, and they'll lose what they just picked up on the run, second down and 10 at the 14. 
Pelster takes the snap. Looks like maybe a busted play. He'll throw it out here into the flat. It is completed the five, the four, the two. They're going to say he stepped out of bounds at the four was Connor Croxon. Not knowing if it was busted, it's just that the running back wasn't on the right side of the ball fake. They still got the completed pass out here, and it's just enough again for a first down, first and goal at the four. Yeah, they had the routes right, but you're exactly right. The back went the wrong way as far as the play fake goes. So after that opening possession, Brendan Pelster has settled in just nicely here. 6-0 St. Francis, but first and goal Renegades at the 4. Now they'll bring both backs to the backfield out of the pistol formation. Unbalanced to the right side. Handed off Leibolt. Leibolt follows his blockers to the 3 and rolls over a man to the 2, where he is finished off by Evan Clausen, second and goal. Yeah, they were pretty physical with him there. You know, this is interesting. We'll see if Chambers Wheeler Central gets points out of this. I'm sure they will, Doug. Both teams now on offense have been able to do exactly what they've wanted to do. Like I said, it would look different, but the results have been the same. High formation. Habercheck is in there as the fullback. Quarterback keeper left side. Pelster, no indication yet. It looks like he's in, and he is. Touchdown, Chambers Wheeler Central. A two-yard run from quarterback Brendan Pelster. I don't see him bringing a tee out like I told you. They have a kicker that can really blast it. A uh, little bit surprised here they don't just take the lead 7-6. to six. Not a lot of extra points kicked in, in, in eight-man uh, football, though. 11 plays, 63 yards, 4 minutes and 24 seconds, and the two-point conversion trying to pass it. Pelster rolls, has a man, throws it into the end zone, and got the two-point conversion to Patrick. So with 10-11 to go with the second quarter of the D2 State Championship, our five-points bank touchdown is a two-yard run by Brendan Pelster. Chambers, Wheeler Central, eight. Humphrey, St. Francis, six. Sure, you know Fanatics is a great place to watch the game and have great food. But Fanatics is also the perfect place for your holiday party. Their party room can be set up for an intimate gathering or a company Christmas party for up to 100. Order straight from the menu, or Fanatics will customize a meal for you and your guests. Enjoy your privacy or join the fun with everybody else at Fanatics. Fanatics does birthday and graduation parties, too. Holiday parties are more fun with Fanatics. Fanatics, a block north of the tracks, Central Avenue, Kearney. At the Aurora Cooperative, the I Believe in the Future of Ag campaign is in full swing. I Believe is focused on building capacity for the future of FFA at the local and state levels. The Aurora Cooperative is one of 22 corporate sponsors providing a total of $270,000 toward the campaign this year. We hope you will pitch in too. Your donation, along with matching funds, will be sent to the FFA chapter of your choice. Contact your local FFA or Aurora Cooperative for more information and join the Aurora Cooperative in supporting FFA. The Aurora Cooperative, growing opportunities. The State High School Football Playoffs on ESPN Radio, brought to you in part by Husker Power Products, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters in Hastings and Sutton. As always, a big thank you to the many fine sponsors. It is the final two days of the fall sports season, and the state championships continue here on ESPN Radio. Doug Duda, Larry Baker, Pelster ready to boot it away for the Renegades, and don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. That's why you can maybe even bring a field goal into play later in this game. Yeah, we saw it in the pregame. Boy, he can bang it. I mean, that thing got all the way through the back of the end zone before it landed. That was a big kick. But they haven't had to worry about that this year. 
Can you imagine if you hadn't done it all year and the eight-man championship came down to that? Oh, boy. You would have to have the guts to call it. There's no doubt about it. So Humphrey St. Francis now. Just their second possession of the game starts with 10-11 to go in the second quarter, and it's right up the middle, Wemhoff to the 18-yard line, a gain of three. Yeah, and it's just more of the same. And like I said, I think these teams right now have to value the football maybe more than normal. The, just the tone of this game, Doug, both teams uh, – Double-digit play drives, one for about seven minutes, one for about six minutes. So both teams have held the football here. And the difference being the extra points. Second down and seven. We've seen two formations so far. Well, three, actually. They split the backs a couple of times, and they had a wide out in Korth once. This time they're going to hand it off, and Baumgart is not going to get anywhere as he's going to keep it and get swallowed up. Yeah, and he just missed the hole there, Doug. Um, there was a hole there. He just he bounced that just a little bit too far to the outside. Now you've got third and uncomfortable. They haven't put themselves in, in this spot so far, Doug, uh, where it's third and six, third and seven. They'd had a more manageable. Well, Baumgart has been trying to get out there in front of Wilmhoff and do some blocking, but it seems like there's nobody there for him to block, and now they will put just a fullback back and go twins to the right side, including Wemhoff. On third and six, Wemhoff in motion. Jet Sweet faked the handoff, rolling to his right. Baumgart wants to run, and a nice open field tackle by Leibolt to make sure he doesn't get the first down at the 22. It'll be fourth and three. Yeah, looked like if he'd have thrown it, he had a receiver down the field. <laughs> it's a good thing he didn't hand it off to Wemhoff on the Jet Sweet because Reddy, Cody Ramsey actually started to tackle him and went, oh, you don't have the ball. That's right. <laughs> so a punting situation for... Humphrey St. Francis, although they're not lining up like they're going to punt it, and now they will back up to punt the football away with Cody Wemhoff. Lazy snap, not much of a rush. The kick is off the side, and it's going to bounce and get about seven yards a roll from the 32 to about the 20, they'll say eight-yard line. So a 30-yard punt, no return, and Chambers-Wheeler Central will take over at their own 28, leading 8-6 to six with 8.42 to go. Here in the first half. Yeah, Doug, and it can't be, it, it, this thing now can't be more even. You've got a situation where both teams have had a drive where they did exactly what they had game planned for all week. Each defense has now caused one stop. It's almost as if you can say, okay, the game can start now. Four available targets to throw the ball to on almost every play. Brendan Pelster will be alone in the shotgun. Not much variation on what they do. Try the inside handoff and absolutely nowhere to go. The ball's actually fumbled. Picked up Pelster. They're going to say it's still alive. He turns the corner, and he's going to pick up five, six, seven yards, and Coach Kessler is not happy because he thinks that the running back was down, and actually it wasn't a fumble. Leibolt pitched it backwards, and Pelster came around the right end. Um, great job by the official. Yes, unbelievable. That was a great job uh, there, no question. Leibold got spun around, facing backwards, tossed it to Pelster, and Pelster was able to, instead of lose five, gain all that yardage. And first one in there to hit him was Evan Clausen, but what an athletic, dangerous, but it did work out here. Boy, the officials are talking about it. They made the right call. Oh, inadvertent whistle, Doug. That's going to happen at times. What they did is, and that's a safety. They start blowing the whistle. The kid's wrapped up. So they start blowing the whistle before he pitched it. So they're going to call inadvertent whistle and just it's a dead down 
replay the whole thing. Okay. And maybe that's as much as anything what Coach Kessler was yelling about is, hey, my guy blew the whistle. My guy blew the whistle over here. So first down and 10. They'll do it again from their own 28. Different formation. They'll keep the ends in to maybe block this time. And it'll be option to the wide side of the field. Pelster's going to keep it. It looks like Pelster's going to keep it most of the time. It was a weak look out there. He was already tucking it up. And he is brought down by Cole Wemhoff at the 33-yard line. That's five yards, second down, and five. So out of all that, about a two-yard difference on what actually happened. Kyle Wemhoff there does a great job. He runs to the pitch man. And that's what you've got to do is run to the pitch man right there, Doug. Second down and five at their own 33-yard line. Pelster this time gives it to Leibolt. Starts left, turns to the right. He's going to be thrown out of bounds at the 36-yard line. Short of the first down, but it'll be third down and about two, two and a half. Yeah, I love this option look at a CWC. I think they need to come back to it and keep running it and keep running it. I don't see where uh, Humphrey St. Francis has got the numbers on the edge, Doug, uh, to stop that option play. They're a guy short. Right now, if they take the quarterback, he can pitch it. If they run to the pitch man like they're supposed to do uh, out of this defense, the way they're playing it, the quarterback's got the free lane. So This time, Leibolt will flank Pelster to the right on third and short. Pelster with Leibolt. Ryan Donham's going to keep it, and he's going to get stuck, but he's got the first down at the 39-yard line. Boy, he got popped. Claussen is really keeping an eye on him. And there was a pop as soon as he got to the first down marker. Yeah, and that was, you know, just plain read option. But instead of just reading him, you, you teach it, read it to the front hip. He read it to the front hip, and then he rode with him about three steps. Baumgart is also doing a good job in there on that play defensively for St. Francis. But it is a first down for the Renegades. Mark it right, short of midfield at the 39. Pelster wants to throw, looks right, comes back left, finds his man Zane Patrick, who is going to fight for the first down inside the 30 to the 29. Yeah, that it's that same thing, 2-3 hitch there, Doug. Uh, receiver's going to take that uh, release two steps, and he's going to press it up the field three, and then he's just going to turn around a stop route. That will be there until Humphrey St. Francis adjusts. Colton Angle giving him a little too much cushion. And again, when you start not giving cushion, then they are going to try and go by you. So it's been long drives. There have been no big plays in this football game offensively. 8-6, Chambers-Wheeler Central leads Humphrey St. Francis, 7-15 to go, second quarter. Now both backs are in the backfield, flanking Pelster. No wideouts on first and 10. Pelster going to hand it off. Leibolt, big hole up the middle. Gets inside the 25 and will get to the 22. A gain of eight. Second and two. Yeah, Chambers-Wheeler Central is kind of feeling it now, Doug. They're just running through their offense. Uh, no repeat plays, very many here, um, doing what they want to do. Humphrey St. Francis has got to clamp down a little bit. Logan Pelster, as a center, making a nice block there, keeping his man out on second and two. Spread the field a little bit again. Two wideouts. Pelster checks the sideline. Now calls for the snap, and he does want to throw. Looks right. Throws to the end zone for Patrick. Double coverage, and it is busted. Knocked out of there by Carson Widener. Well covered, incomplete, third and two. Yeah, and that was really close, Doug, because John Korth was getting ready to uh, hammer Pelster, and, and he would have caused a fumble. Baumgart was over there, 
Had that not been tipped, he might have been able to get a hand on it as well defensively here for Humphrey St. Francis. Don't forget, coming up at the half, the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report, a recap of the 44-30 Bruning Davenport Shickley win over Burwell, our halftime stats, and a preview of tonight's Aurora Elkhorn South matchup. Third down and two, slot left with Leibolt behind Pelster. This time they want to throw a little wide receiver screen out here complete. Patrick's got it just enough for the first down. Got five yards on it from the 22 to the 17, first and 10. Very impressed with Colton Angle there. Buzzed his feet, knew that he was one-on-one to make that tackle and just kept his feet buzzing, kept his feet buzzing, and uh, made the tackle there. What can't happen here, Doug, we're very early in this game, I understand. Humphrey St. Francis is not built to come from behind. Yeah, they're not going to throw the ball a lot, no doubt about that. First and 10 at the 17, Chambers-Wheeler Central after a three and out. Long drive, now they're on another long drive. Seven plays, 35 yards. Patrick in motion. They'll go to Leibolt straight up the middle, and he's going to be hit by Wemhoff and dropped behind the line of scrimmage for a yard loss. Cole able to come in there and make it second and 11. Yeah, that was a great job. Linebacker didn't wasn't fooled, stayed in his gap. And Humphrey St. Francis will do that. They'll be gap sound. We've just seen some of those gaps to this point elongate a little bit and get a little big. At the University of Nebraska at Kearney, we are difference makers. Stop and think about your future, five or even 10 years down the road. What are you doing? How are you living your life? If you're picturing yourself in a meaningful job and contributing to your community, UNK can help. We specialize in showing people how to make a difference every day. That's a powerful outlook on life. College awaits. Your application shouldn't. Apply today to UNK and get ahead on scholarships and housing for next year. Learn more at unk.edu. Athletes come in all shapes and sizes, and Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine specializes in getting them all back in their game. From swinging a hammer to swinging a golf club, whether tackling daily tasks or tackling the running back, see Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine Clinic. If you're suffering from any injury that's putting you on the sidelines, make an appointment today and take comfort in our care. Carney Orthopedic and Sports Medicine. On our last episode of As the Wheel Turns, Carl was ending a long-term relationship. Carl, I've seen how you look at other vehicles. You just don't look as good as you used to. That's because you haven't taken me to the Dent Popper. A new spray-on bed liner or bed cover will get people to stare at me. A custom fit floor mats from WeatherTech will make me feel pretty on the inside. Avoid the drama with a trip to the Dent Popper, north of the railroad, First Avenue, on the bricks, downtown Connie. Uh, uh, internet issues back at the studio in uh, Kearney, but while we were away, if you missed a play, we have 4th and 13. There was a sack. Uh, Cole Wemhoff able to get to the quarterback, Brendan Pelster, to set up 3rd and 13, then well-covered and incomplete pass sets up 4th down. So Chambers-Wheeler Central has 4th and 13 at the Humphrey St. Francis 20-yard line with 5.31 remaining in the first half. Chambers-Wheeler Central 8. Humphrey St. Francis 6, our timeout is brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank, but Chambers Wheeler Central has a little more opportunity to convert a fourth down and 13 than maybe the Flyers would in this football game. Yeah, no doubt about that. Their offense is good for it, and I, again, they're not going to here, but I did see their kicker kick them from 35, 37, banging them through. This would be a 37-yarder in the pregame. 
This is a big play in this game, Doug. 531 left in the half. Well, if you were ever going to bang one, this would be the time to do it. I mean, this is a tough down and distance conversion situation, but they're going to go for it here. Patrick will be split out wide to the left. Croxon to the right side. They'll keep their ends in to block this time. Pelster with Leibolt behind him on 4th and 13. Pelster back to pass. Three-man rush. Scrambles to his left. Still scrambling. Just throws it. It's going to be underthrown, but it is caught by Leibolt at the 3, and he is going to step out of bounds because Leibolt kept his eyes on his quarterback the entire time, and he was able to step back up and make the catch off the back foot because pressure was thrown there from Brendan Pelster, and he just had to give it all he could. Doug, what I'm really impressed with, this is the second time we've seen Chambers-Wheeler Central play kind of backyard football. You That scramble drill, you know, you hear it on TV all the time. You don't see it a lot in high school. Both times here you've seen the Renegades do that. Uh, there were two defenders standing there. They just lost track of the football, Doug. So first and goal in the Platte Valley Auto of Carney red zone here. They'll split the backs around quarterback Pelster at the three. Pelster going to keep it himself. He's going to get to the one, stack up, break off that, stretch it, score it. Touchdown, Chambers-Wheeler Central. That was impressive, Doug. Two flyers absolutely ripped Pelster at about the one-yard line. He kept his feet moving, kept his feet moving, and slid off and reached it right over the goal line. So converting a fourth and 13. And the next play, a three-yard touchdown run for Brendan Pelster, brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. What a drive. And now they'll line up to go for two and spread the field with four wideouts. And they got an eye on Pelster so he doesn't go with the quarterback draw. They'll send Craxon Leibold in motion. Give it to him on the jet sweep. There's a penalty flag. Leibold stretches for the pylon and is just short or else they would have at least got to try it again, but this is going to be a hold on Chambers-Wheeler Central, so the two-point conversion is no good, and that keeps it a one-possession or eight-point game. 5.18 to go in the first half. Chambers-Wheeler Central 14, Humphrey St. Francis 6. This is the D2 State Championship on ESPN Radio. You kidding me? Out here in the middle of nowhere, Mom and Bramps will kill me. What's that girl? Call Carney Towing and Repair? Because they'll get us home from anywhere. But I don't have their number. 308-236-9951. Thanks, girl. 24-hour towing. Certified repair. No matter why, no matter where. 308-236-9951. Lock it in. Carney Towing and Repair. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products, your provider of GM-powered natural gas and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. And Pelster's kickoff will sail just a yard deep into the end zone, so Humphrey St. Francis will start at their own 15-yard line. And again, remember, 5.18 to go in the second quarter. This is only the third time the Flyers have touched the football. Yeah, it's a premium, Doug. I, I, we've said it and said it. Chambers-Wheeler Central got behind the chains, 4th and 14, and they get the thing to the 1-yard line. Humphrey St. Francis has to answer here. That's a, that's a real kick to the gut. 
Humphrey St. Francis scored on their opening possession, didn't on their second. Chambers Wheeler Central didn't on their first, did on the next two. Give it to Wemhoff, a little trap play, and he'll get five, maybe six to the 21-yard line. Again, well blocked, getting the right guy to pull, making the right contact up there. Finding your man to block is the big thing, Larry. Well, yeah, and Chambers Wheeler Central is playing with no safety, Doug. So one of those very easily could end up going 50 or 60 yards for a touchdown. The tackle made by Cody Ramsey. They are not worried about Damian Baumgart pulling back to throw it. Out of the I formation, second down and four. And this time Baumgart's going to roll to his right. He wants to run, but they're all over him, and he'll be finished off. There's a penalty flag. Patrick made the tackle. Pelster hit him behind the line of scrimmage, couldn't finish it. And let's see if we've got a hold or if we've got a face mask. Those are the two things that you would assume would be at that point of the field. It would be a loss of two as the play stands. This is a hold. That's devastating for St. Francis. It is a face mask on Chambers Wheeler Central. Five yards. I think it'll give him a first down. Just short, it looks like, Larry, from where he lost the two, add the five, but it will give him the down again, so it's second and one. But, boy, the Renegades swarmed there, didn't they? I mean, there was nowhere to go. And at Humphrey St. Francis, you know, they're a straight-ahead offense there. They tried the fake, the double fake, and roll out. And uh, Chambers Wheeler Central's got too much speed. Second down and one, ball on the right hash. Or the east side of the field as they go from south to north. Second and one, if they're ever going to go deep, it would be here. But they'll just give it to Wemhoff. He's got room up the middle. He gets to the 29-yard line. A gain of five on the play and another first down for the Flyers. Yeah, this is the Flyers have got a good little thing going here now. It's trap, trap, and at some point you're going to see that turn into sweep. Uh... Those inside linebackers will be coming downhill. Humphrey St. Francis obviously has been a power. Last year they lost by two to Exeter Milligan in the state quarterfinals. The year before that, they lost to Fall City Sacred Heart in the quarterfinals. Then, of course, Giltner in the championship. Here they're going to try and get it outside. Pitch play. Wemoff has some room. 35. Goes back to the middle of the field. Midfield. And will fall into Chambers Wheeler Central Territory. At the 39-yard line, a gain of 12. Very patient, Doug, uh, and he just wants to cut back. If he's running left, he's got his right eyeball looking right. I mean, he wants to... At Care Hospice, we care for your family like you are a part of ours. Through compassionate hospice services, we help to alleviate fears and concerns so that you and your loved ones can focus on the joy of everyday moments. We celebrate the memories and special occasions of a life well-lived and provide support and assistance so you feel comforted throughout the hospice journey. For more information about our services, visit us online at acericare.com. Care Hospice, caring for moments that matter. This is Carol Pelster, Branch Operations Manager at Nebraska Land National Bank in Kearney. During the holiday season more than ever, our thoughts turn gratefully those, to those who have made our progress. The D2 State Championship game. It is second down and six. Humphrey St. Francis at the Chambers Wheeler Central 36-yard line, trailing 14 to six. Pitch it to Wemhoff. Gets out to the right side, looks for a hole. Ooh, and then he is crushed. But he's got the first down. Well, maybe a half yard short, but he is lit up by Jacob Green. Yeah, Jacob Green did a good job. Here's the tough thing. If you're Wemhoff and you're a guy that wants to cut back all the time, Doug, what you have to be careful of is remember, 
as you're running off to the right, there's somebody chasing you from behind at full speed. When you cut that thing back, you can just get sawed in two pieces. They will bring the chains out here. Put them down and say it is just short by a couple of inches. The chain gang bringing out the chain, just like Carney Towing and Repair would do for you. If you were stranded on the side of the road, no matter where, they'll get you home. Carney Towing and Repair. 2.52 to go before halftime. Chambers Wheeler Central 14 and Humphrey St. Francis 6. And Humphrey St. Francis has a third and an inch at the 29-yard line of Chambers Wheeler Central. As they break huddle with the fullback, Evan Clossett, in there. He hasn't touched it yet. It's going to be a quarterback keeper, and they don't need much if they get it. Kelster shot through there and wrapped him up around the ankles, but all he had to do was fall forward, and he's got the first down. Yeah, Doug, instead of they try to go quarterback sneak there, but instead they try to move it all the way up to the C-gap and then sneak him a little bit dangerous. 2.41 left in the half here. Humphrey St. Francis is doing and getting what they want here. They'd like to go in and score, tie this thing up, and really not have to give the ball back. And Humphrey St. Francis will get the ball to start the second half. 2.35 to go. They've got all their timeouts. First and 10 at the 29. Wimhoff gets stuck. They tried to fool him with a fullback, and Pelster's doing it defensively, too. Yeah, see, this is that deal we talked about where you're sending the fullback one way. I call it ricocheting the fullback, and then you're sending the eye back in the other. You've got to have somebody account for Pelster there. He did a great job uh, just coming straight downhill. So it'll be second down and 10 at the 29-yard line of the Renegades. Clock continues to run with two minutes to go in the first half. Power eye formation. Pot sweep Wim off left side. He is going to be hit. Keep those legs turning. That's how they wonder how could he do it at 160 pounds. And instead of losing a yard, he's going to get a couple. It'll be third and long. Yeah, and the deal is here. Now you're in third and uncomfortable. If you're Humphrey St. Francis, you're in third and about seven-ish, uh, eight, and play-action rollout is what they've liked out of this, Doug. Uh, my guess is that's probably what you'll see here. I won't be surprised to see him run it. I think, yeah, you want to score, but the last thing you want to do is give it back to Chambers-Wheeler Central here. They're winding the clock down, minute 20 to go, third down and eight. And back to pass. Baumgart, his first pass of the game down the middle of the football field, and it's just overthrown into the end zone, trying to get it to Evan Clawson. It'll be fourth down and eight. Yeah, they sent the fullback right down the seam on that. Sent the two tight ends outside, and it it absolutely was open. Um, He did have a step, uh, but the ball was just overthrown. Uh, Big decision here, Doug, at the 30, what you do with this. Fourth down and eight. If they get the first down, then they'll be in good shape with all their timeouts. Time is not an issue right now for Humphrey St. Francis. A little different look. They stack the backs behind the left end. Let's see if they go naked bootleg right. Well, they're going to send Wemhoff that way. And Baumgart back to pass. Looking for the wheel run. It's going to be a screen, but it is covered. Leibold is able to knock him down as soon as he catches the pass for a gain of one. And it'll be a turnover on down. Trying to get the ball into the hands of tight end John Cole. Yeah, I love the play call, Doug. They run screen right there. And uh, Chambers Wheeler Central was absolutely fooled. Uh, all the D linemen were sucked up, one of the linebackers. But there was uh, one linebacker that was back in the – and the old lineman just flat missed the block. All right. Back with you here on ESPN. Glad to have you along. 
108 remaining in this football game's first half. 14-6, Chambers Wheeler Central has the lead over Humphrey St. Francis. But stopping them on fourth down, Chambers Wheeler Central will now take it over. First and 10 with 108. Will Pelster go to the air here from his own 25? It's a reverse. Looking to get outside, but cutting it inside was Patrick. He actually was going to cut it up on the seam instead of go outside like you always see the reverse do. And nice job defensively to shut it down for St. Francis. Yeah, Kyle and Cole Wemhoff both did a great job on that play on the initial toss. They were the CBR player, the counter boot reverse player. They stayed back and just absolutely did their job, Doug. No hurry. They're ready to go to half unless something big happens. They blitz Pelster. Pelster rolls out. He's going to throw over the middle of the field, and it's knocked down. It's a dangerous pass trying to get it out there to his fullback, Habercheck, and it'll stop the clock with 34 seconds to go. Very close, Doug. Very, very close. Good uh, defense out there by Colton Engel to knock it down. Yeah, and I, and, and I call a timeout here if I'm uh, – Humphrey St. Francis, if I can get the stop, I call a timeout and make them punt. Neither team has had to do that much all year. So Pelster now with his backs flanking him on third and 10 at his own 25. Clock stop, 34 seconds to go. Pelster back to pass, rolls right under pressure. He throws it away. Well, he didn't want to step out of bounds and stop the clock, so he threw it away. Leibolt was there. And so 28 seconds to go. And Humphrey St. Francis will make Chambers-Wheeler Central punt the ball. And if you're Chambers-Wheeler Central, you kick a 20-yard punt straight out of bounds or yeah. as far as you think you're comfortable with. That's exactly right. Humphrey St. Francis does have three timeouts. You know, a screen pass. They can get somebody loose and throw it. And it will be Mr. Wemhoff back there to return it. Kyle returns kicks, returns punts. He does the punting. Cole will kick off for him. And now we have a whistle, and Chambers Wheeler Central wants to call a timeout. I think they were about ready to run out of time. They don't need to give five extra free yards here to Humphrey St. Francis. So the timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. 28 seconds to go in the first half. Chambers Wheeler Central 14, Humphrey St. Francis 6. It's the only thing. Others say it's not whether you win or lose, it's how you play the game. But everyone can agree that the uniforms and equipment you play in make a big difference in how you play and how you win. Plus the personal service of Steve Barinol, Tino Martinez, TM Sporting Goods, on the Bricks, 2217 Central, Downtown Kearney, TM Sporting Goods, a division of protein design. And back here at Memorial Stadium in Lincoln, Doug Duda, Larry Baker, and our producer-engineer, Merritt Lawson. A little different than our first game, but competitive nonetheless. It got competitive in the second half of our first game as BDS eventually takes care of Burwell. We'll talk about that at half. Ready to punt it away on 4th and 10 at their own 25. Pelster calls for it. Here comes everybody, and the kick is away. High, very short. Wemhoff is just going to let it bounce. It takes a St. Francis bounce. That's okay, though. It dies at the 36. So St. Francis could take a chance here on first down, see what happens. They are 44 yards away from the end zone, 18 seconds, all their timeouts. They get the ball to start the third quarter, so they take a knee here and say that's fine, or do they see what happens on first down 
from a team that doesn't throw. 18 seconds, you're at midfield. You have to spend all 18 seconds and how many ever downs that means for you to get this thing in the end zone. And they are going to line up in a passing set. Wemhoff is going to split out wide to the left. Clausen to the left, Wemhoff to the right. Baumgartner back to pass. Has time. Throws it as far as he can for Wemhoff. Wemhoff looks over his shoulder, and it's incomplete at the five. It would have been a whale of a catch. It was right on the sideline where it's never going to hurt you, and that uses six seconds, so they can do that two more times. Yeah, that's Zane Patrick on the coverage, and Wemhoff's faster than he is, no doubt about it. He had two steps. Um, I don't know that that one has to be the... And Humphrey St. Francis will use a timeout. They're not going... I mean, there's only two more plays here, so... They're not wasting one here with the clock stop. They will take a timeout, and I'm sure they went upstairs, saw what they needed to see. What are they doing back there defensively when we go deep against them and and come up with a plan here? So, timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. We're just going to keep it right here with the score. Chambers Wheeler Central 14, Humphrey St. Francis 6. The state football playoffs are brought to you in part by Tom Dinsdale Autoplex in Grand Island. All you need to know in central Nebraska is Tom Dinsdale Autoplex and TomDinsdale.com. Yeah, Doug, the deal here is, is uh, I think, and I don't know if Humphrey St. Francis has any concepts, uh, multiple receiver concepts in their book. What I can say is well, sometimes in a deal like this, you send everybody deep and give it to your back or let your running back ta- or quarterback take off, and he could get loose. A uh, uh, lot of space. We've talked about Baumgart. He has thrown the ball this year. He was 38 of 72 coming in, but he had seven picks versus 11 touchdowns. So 72 passes through 12 games. You do the math. That's only six a game. They'll go twins to the left side. Balls on the right hash. On second down, back to pass Baumgart. Looking to go for it all again. Has the protection. It's a Hail Mary type throw for Wemhoff, and he makes the catch inside the 15. Two seconds to go. It'll be first and goal, and they'll have one chance to run a play. Yeah, and it was just old school wheel route. Out of the twin set, Doug, they had the outside receiver run a slant. The inside receiver ran the old slow out and up. I mean, it wasn't newfangled at all, but... Uh, uh, and Baumgart rolled away and just heaved it. And a nice catch. Couldn't quite be knocked out of there by Chambers Wheeler Central's Connor Croxon. And what a boost this would be for the Flyers if they could sneak this in on the final play of the first half. Well, you'd be tempted if you have a kicker to kick a field goal here. Points are points with two seconds left. But they do not. We've said this how many times? Yeah. It, it, again, I understand it at this point. It, it's just hard. you got to think, even if you have a really good kicker, 50-50 that you get a touchdown here in eight-man football. It's different than 11, as we've talked about throughout the day. I think if this the roles were reversed, maybe Chambers Wheeler Central would boot it through and take your three points. But they haven't done that, even though they've got the kickers to do it. Everything has to go so well. and That's why these teams are undefeated against everybody else they've played. The only loss was St. Francis to Chambers Wheeler Central. So here we go. First and goal at the six, the final play of the half. They have put in the backfield Colton Engel, put Wemhoff man-to-man coverage out to the right side, and back to pass Baumgart. Looks for Wemhoff. He's going to have to throw it. Just stepped out of bounds. He stepped out of bounds before he threw the football. Yeah, And that ball may have been caught inside the back of the end zone. Yeah, Wemhoff did catch it, but 
Bumgarner, there was just a ton of pressure. They rolled him out too far. You always teach your quarterback at some point you got to pull up on your rollout. You can't just roll yourself completely out, uh, and that's what happened there. Oh, Doug, was he out? Did you just see that replay? Oh, Yeah, it looks like he was. He, he stutter-stepped. I was trying to watch it the first time, and even if he wasn't out, was the catch made? Yeah, he's out. Yeah. That's a good job by the official. And then in the back of the end zone, I'm not sure Wemhoff would have had control of the football and a foot down. So I guess the good thing is is that it doesn't matter. I mean, for Humphrey St. Francis, that would have been a heck of a call, but there would have been two feet that you would have had to look at real closely there. So they can't take advantage of the mini Hail Mary to set up the last play. But, again, they're in the football game, and Chambers-Wheeler Central has a one-score lead. It is the Renegades 14, the Flyers of Humphrey St. Francis 6. It's halftime of the D2 State Football Championship game here on ESPN Radio and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank and Kearney. Local people, local decisions, local ownership. We'll be back after this. The difference between an average home and a beautiful home may be something as simple as an interior door. And when you choose Mead Lumber, you choose to have a great selection of everything you need for a small home improvement to a complete remodel. Mead Lumber can help you design a floor plan and provide the supplies you need to build it. Mead Lumber is committed to providing quality and sustainable building materials, a strong product mix and selection, competitive pricing and outstanding service, timely delivery, and so much more. Mead Lumber and Carney, building dreams and relationships. This is Carol Pelster, Branch Operations Manager at Nebraska Land National Bank in Kearney. During the holiday season more than ever, our thoughts turn gratefully to those who have made our progress possible. And in this spirit, we sincerely say thank you, and we look forward to continue serving you with local people, local decisions, and local ownership. Member FDIC. Nebraska Land National Bank. Well, both of our eight-man games have had the final play of the first half end up inside the 10-yard line without scoring. Here it was Humphrey St. Francis falling short on a one play that they had from the six-yard line. Earlier today, it was BDS following, falling short as they were tackled at the three as time expired in the first half. It is 14-6, Chambers-Wheeler Central leading Humphrey St. Francis, and this is the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find us in your local yellow pages. Coming up, Merritt Lawson will have a short sports report with some of the other goings-on around the day today with Monday Night Football tonight and the Huskers having their press conference getting ready for Friday's game with Iowa. Nebraska moving up in the volleyball polls. UNK having a, a good weekend. The Huskers also having a couple of players of the week in basketball and volleyball. So we'll uh, update you on a few of those things. Earlier today, the first championship game went to Bruning Davenport Shickley holding off Burwell 44-30. to Just like last week, Bruning Davenport Shickley got out to a big lead 28 to nothing with seven and a half to go. And Burwell, who had so many opportunities, stopped on fourth down in BDS territory four times in the first half and uh, weren't able to get anything into the end zone. But they rallied to cut it to 36-30 with four and a half to go. But BDS then marched the field and stuck in the clinching touchdown to win it 44-30. to Still coming up tonight here on Class B, Aurora and Elkhorn South. 
scheduled to kick off at 6.45 here on ESPN Radio with C1, C2, and A tomorrow. C1, the early game at 10.45, SCOTUS and Norfolk Catholic. Then Oakland, Craig, and Aquinas in C2 at 2.45, and tomorrow night at 6.45, Class A, Millard West and Millard North. We will take a break. When we come back, Merritt Lawson will have a sports update, and then we'll look at our first-half stats as it's Chambers-Wheeler Central 14, Humphrey St. Francis 6. When a person first starts becoming aware of much of anything in Hastings, Mary Lanning Hospital is always part of that. The hospital has tried very hard to be a good neighbor and to be a part of the community itself. We're a part of something that's been going on for a long time that has meant a lot to a lot of different people. It's just important to know our heritage. The whole community is a part of the family. If you have a reputation to maintain and you maintain it, that gives you a great sense of pride. I think most citizens of Hastings really appreciate the fact that this hospital is here. It just plays a key role in this community in so many ways. Celebrating 100 years of inspired care. Mary Lanning Healthcare. With a look at sports on Classic Hits 98.9, I'm Merritt Lawson. One half of the Big Ten Championship has already been decided. Iowa has clinched the west side of the Big Ten, no matter the outcome they have with Nebraska on Friday. The East Division is up for grabs as Michigan State was able to upset Ohio State last Saturday. If Michigan State is able to defeat Penn State on Saturday, they clinch the title. If they were to lose, it becomes the winner of Michigan versus Ohio State. That game will also be on Saturday. The Husker volleyball team was able to get a win over Michigan 3-1 on Saturday. They'll finish the regular season on Wednesday versus Illinois. The Husker men got a win over Southeast Louisiana 92-65, powered by a strong first half of 53-16. The women play tonight at 7 o'clock on 1230 AM KHS versus Southern. The Husker wrestling team got a big win over Wyoming on Saturday, winning 35-4. The Huskers were powered by two pins, three major decisions, and a sudden victory. The Huskers will travel to New York for the grapple at the Garden Sunday, action starting at 9 a.m. A strong second half got the UNK Loper women team able to get a victory over Shadron State 66-59. The women will host Wayne State on Saturday at 4. And the UNK Lopers were able to get a big win over Hastings College 98-74. UNK will travel to Old Conference foe Colorado School Mines on Wednesday. The Oil Diggers were preseason top 10, but did fall to UC San Diego 86-75 over the weekend. 11 Lopers were in the top 5 of the 5th annual UNK Holiday Inn Open at the Buffalo County Fairgrounds. The Loper wrestling team doesn't get back in action until the first week of December, when some of the team will go to Las Vegas for the Cliff Keen invite, while others will travel down to Kansas for the Bob Smith Ford Hayes State Open. In a thrilling come-from-behind victory, the Hastings College Lady Broncos were able to get a win over Northwestern 80-73 on Saturday. That keeps Hastings undefeated at 6-0 and 2-0 in the conference. They'll play host of the College of St. Mary's on Tuesday. Tip-off is set for 6 o'clock. You can hear that on 1230 AM KHES. We already told you that the Hastings College men fell in an exhibition to UNK yesterday, but they were able to get a win on Saturday over Northwestern 107-99. And after earning a hosting bid in the opening round of the NAIA National Championship in soccer, the Lady Broncos fell to St. Ambrose of Iowa 3-2. 
Hastings finishes the season 15-5-1 and with an 11-0 regular season conference record. And the Tri-City Storm fell to Sioux Falls on Saturday, but won on Friday. Friday's final score was 5-4. Then on Saturday, it was 3-1 for the Stampede. The Storm will finish up their three-game homestand by welcoming in Lincoln on Wednesday. Puck drops at 7.05, and you can hear that on The Breeze, 94.5. With a look at sports on Classic Hits 98.9, I'm Merritt Lawson. Here in the heartland of America, we need hard-working trucks. For working, tailgating, a truck gets the job done. At Tom Dinsdale, we promise first-rate customer service. And our extensive inventory and new facility will make your carbine experience a pleasure. From Omaha to Denver, don't buy anything without checking Tom Dinsdale Automotive in Grand Island. Tom Dinsdale, your truck destination. Shop local. Shop Small Business Saturday at Gary Michaels Clothiers in downtown Hastings and Kearney. Entire store, buy one item, receive the second at 50% off, excluding Brighton and special orders. All outerwear, 30% off, from leather jackets to wool coats. Entire stock, men's suits and sport coats, from traditional to slim fit, now 30% off. Ladies, take an additional 20% off, select clearance racks. Support Small Business Saturday. Personal service and professional tailoring, Gary Michaels Clothiers, downtown Hastings and Kearney. And welcome back to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Doug Duda, Larry Baker, and, oh my goodness, bringing him up from the field, Robert Jensen, Hall of Famer from Huskerland Prep Report. Yeah. How's it going, buddy? It's going good. I, surrounded by greatness as I am, I, I'm a little bit overwhelmed, but I'll see if I can make it through this. Halftime of our Class D2 Championship game, Chambers Wheeler Central 14, Humphrey St. Francis 6. Let's start there. Uh, two teams that were uh, fairly low for eight man, a very low scoring game in 28 to six, the first meeting, this has the same kind of feel. Uh, what do you see in the first half? It does. And, and I don't even know what the stats say. It just feels like, it just feels like CWCs that rubber band to keep pulling back and pulling back and pulling back. It just feels like it could give at any time. It doesn't really feel that like that uh, for St. Francis. It just seems like everything's kind of hard for him. But I will say this much. St. Francis is staying with what they wanted to do. They're running, running, running. I don't think there's uh, much. This would make for a great marriage. Uh, not a lot of deception. And uh, as a result, uh, they're just playing just plain old straight power football. I defer to you, Larry, on the marriage question. <laughs> yes, yes. No deception. <laughs> no deception. Just go straight forward. Yeah. Uh, what, what do you think in this, uh, Bob? Did, did you, were you at the first uh, game? No, I wasn't. But, uh, but because it seems like I uh, maybe has that same type of feel. When you look at the stats, they're they're just darn near dead. Even Humphrey St. Francis, 149 total yards. The Chambers Wheeler Central's 137. Can Humphrey St. Francis continue to play that type of defense and keep things in front of them? Really is the question here, isn't You're it? You're right. Because while I wasn't at that game, Baker, what I heard from a lot of people, uh, coaches, you know, the big web that everybody talks to everybody, was just how fast CWC was. Well, if you extrapolate that out, what that meant was that St. Francis was hanging on for dear life most of the night, and it didn't work, especially, I think it was the third quarter, they gave up three touchdowns. Yeah. So, um, I don't know. I Again, just, just the way it feels down there, and I don't know, like I said, didn't, I guess I'm glancing at the stats, but the, the thing is that it just feels like CWC could make something big happen. I don't know if I feel that way about St. Francis, but we all know how power running works, and I don't know. They keep it close. I mean, this is St. Francis we're talking about. If they keep it close and they keep that Wemhoff kid upright because it looked like he's going to carry it 80 times, uh, 
we'll see what happens in the fourth quarter. Bob Jensen of Huskerland Prep Report is joining us here at halftime of the D2 final. Chambers Wheeler Central 14, Humphrey St. Francis 6. You have to be so disciplined to do what St. Francis does out there, and they can't afford, as opposed to what we saw in the D1 game, we thought in the D1 game Burwell could fall behind 14 points and be okay. Not 28, 14, and here you really can't. I mean, Chambers Wheeler Central gets up by more than two scores and doesn't turn it over four times. This one's over. Doesn't turn it over. Yeah, it just feels like it just feels like they're playing keep away a little bit it, because really that Pelster kid been talking about it all year. Brandon Pelster is the best football player in eight man football. He could play for a lot of C one schools. Little, you know, trust me, you, you've seen it. Kid can do a lot of uh, everything. What what I do kind of wonder about is that you talk about discipline. This is all they do. This is all they've ever done. You know, this isn't one of those programs that, well, we've got a different bunch of kids. We'll go ahead and throw it 30 times a game. This is just what they do. So I don't know if that's going to be a, a problem, but I, it does feel, it just feels like St. Francis needs a turnover or maybe even two in the second half to make it happen. Yeah, I would agree with that. I mean, St. Francis is going to want to pound the ball. An interesting piece in the first half. We had an in, an injury. We an did. official got injured. We did. I was right there, and uh, I am hoping it's not what I thought it was. But I mean, the guy was standing right next to me, the side judge, and uh, he took a step onto the field. I was actually looking at the sideline, looking right at him. He took a step for the field, and the glance back at his uh, like he tripped over a cord or something, and uh, that's when he grabbed his calf and i'm not a doctor but i think that's a lot like what an achilles looks like oh, gotcha. and uh, the guy had a tough time getting off the field you hate to see that he but, what about you though what about you last week we didn't even talk about it on the doug and daddy <laughs> show you got that great photo that's on the website and then you I, I used did. it for the magazine this I did. week i was in, i was impaled as part of the process but i did get that picture and what's funny is the the, the kid the, in, in question I will be playing here tomorrow. His name is Cody Mason. Cody's been on me a little bit on the old Twitter feed at Huskerland Bob, and uh, he happened to be the kid who uh, impaled me, actually. And uh, we kind of spun me around a little bit on the way back. He turned and said, are you okay, Bob? And he didn't sound like he really cared. He just, like, it was kind of awkward. He didn't know what else to ask. So I want to ask you one question quick before we run out of time here mm -hmm. about the first game. Mm -hmm. Let's ask about that. Burwell and BDS. Will they be 1-2 when this is all done? Sometimes the runner-up isn't well, always placed I mean, second. But you gotta, I tell you what, Burwell's – I, I don't know. I can't answer that right for sure. But right off the top of my head, I don't see that being anything wrong with that. Here's what I was going to tell you. I thought it when they walked on the field. I thought it when they walked off the field. I thought Burwell looked fantastic. I'm telling you, that is a good-looking football team that just simply could not get out of its way – for the first half of the game, and it was just like the switch got flipped, and all of a sudden those passes started working. When you've got a quarterback like Sykes and a run and a fearless running back like Hoffman, who's willing to do anything you ask, and those two big studs, where Ty's not even the big deal today. I don't know what the stats say, but all that was I could see in my camera was number four. That Gideon kid yeah. made plays all over the place. They just got too far behind, and that's not to say they're better than BDS. But that's a good-looking football team. And to answer your question, um, dude, there's nothing wrong with having Burwell consider themselves the truly second-best team in the state. I thought they represented themselves really well and showed a lot of guts coming back the way they did. 
tonight we've got Class B. Quick thought again, uh, we've already had your preview a little bit, but uh, now that it's here, Aurora Elkhorn South. Well, I tell you what, I'll tell you the same thing I said the other day. I pick Aurora. It just feels like Aurora. I don't, I, you know, if you're going to ask me who's the better team, a Central City guy picking I'm gonna Aurora. Tell you, yeah, I'm, that tells I'm you an Arnold guy. Well, to keep that in mind. I'm an Arnold guy. Keep this in mind, though. I, if Honus plays, that's a big deal. If Honus doesn't play, they still beat McCook without him. If you ask me who the best team is, I'm pretty sure I'd say Elkhorn South. But there's just something about that Aurora team. I, I just like them. And I think they're going to find a way to win. And I don't think there's going to be a lot of points tonight. Bob Jensen, Husker Land Prep. We'll let you get back to the field, buddy. All right. Very good. Thanks a lot, boys. You're doing a great job. Bob Jensen joining us here at the half. We'll take a break, look at the stats, and get ready for half number two, Chambers-Wheeler Central 14, St. Francis 6 in the D2 final. You don't have to be a farmer to reap the benefits of being a Buffalo County Farm Bureau member. We work for farm families, but our work reaches well beyond the farm, benefiting Nebraskans in all walks of life. We are your neighbors. Through our work in supporting and promoting agriculture, education, health, and technology, we bring people together to better our community. We share in the values Nebraskans stand for, hard work, passion for the land, and a character rooted in faith and family. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau and support Nebraska agriculture. Five Points Bank. We're proud our bankers have the ability to take care of customers in the Kearney area. One of our bank's true differences is our bankers have a true Kearney connection, important in providing the best in banking. Our staff is proud they've lived in Kearney for years. Many have been lifelong residents. Having a true Kearney connection means caring and being involved in the community and committed to making banking work for the people of Kearney. Bank with Five Points Bank. The better bank. The bank with a true Kearney connection. Good things will happen. Quick look at some of the first-half stats. First off for Humphrey St. Francis, Damian Baumgart, 2 of 4 through the air for 40 yards. While on the ground, he's run it 7 times for 25 yards. Kyle Wemhoff has already carried it 21 times for 82 yards and a touchdown. Evan Clausen, 1 carry, 2 yards. 109 on the ground, 40 in the air. That's 149 yards of total offense. Nine first downs here in the first half for Humphrey St. Francis. No penalties so far in the football game and no turnovers so far. They lead the time of possession by about three minutes. For Chambers Wheeler Central, Brendan Pelster through the air, 7-12 for 78 yards, running at 10 carries, 25 yards, both of the touchdowns. Dan Leibel, 5 carries, 20 yards. Zane Patrick, 2 carries for 14 yards. 17 rushing attempts, 59 yards on the ground, 78 in the air. That's 137 yards for Chambers-Wheeler Central. Eight first downs, that's one less. Both teams are 4 of 7 on third down. And penalties, 3 for 21 against Chambers Wheeler Central. Dan Leibolt, two catches for 42 yards. And then Kyle Wemoff, who made that spectacular catch right before the half. That's 38 of the 40 yards that they have through the air. Those are your halftime stats. And you've been listening to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. For quality, dependable trash hauling service for your farm, home, or business, contact the professionals at Ravenna Sanitation. The second half is next. New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery in Kearney, Nebraska is excited to welcome Dr. Nolan May to its team. As a Nebraska native with training in orthopedic surgery and sports medicine, Dr. May is excited to bring his knowledge and skills to Husker Loper Nation. Call 308-865-2570 today to learn more about Dr. May and New West Sports Medicine or to schedule an appointment. No referral is necessary and all major insurances are accepted. Call 308-865-2570. 
With our producer engineer, Merritt Lawson, and Larry Baker, I'm Doug Duda. Back at Memorial Stadium in Lincoln, where Pelster is ready to boot it away and drive it deep into the end zone. It's through the back of the end zone, and Humphrey St. Francis will start at their own 15 to begin the second half down 14-6. Yeah, and Chambers Wheeler Central showing a ton of emotion right here, Doug. They know they're 24 minutes away from a state championship at Memorial Stadium, and this is a very important drive for Humphrey St. Francis. The sun no longer a factor on the field as it starts to set. First down and 10, right back out of that power eye formation. Damian Baumgart getting the snap from center. Noah McPhillips, he'll pitch it to the right side. Wemoff looking to follow. Claussen gets a little bit of a crack, gets four yards to the 19, and in on the tackle is going to be Habercheck, among others, for Chambers Wheeler Central. Boy, Pilster's tough. He just went up. You know, you've got to have a linebacker on that isolation-type fullback lead play. You've got to have a linebacker that's willing to step up, Doug, and take on the blocker so that your others can get there. And Pelster just came in and hammered the Humphrey St. Francis fullback. Second down and six at their own 19. Right hash. Give it to Wemhoff again. Hitting the backfield, and this time he's not going anywhere. Patrick Tomjack in there to wrap him up. A loss maybe of a half yard. They're going to keep it at third down. We'll still say it's six. Yeah, Tom, Jack, Cody Ramsey, that whole crew did a great job there. Early in the game on Humphrey St. Francis touchdown drive, Ramsey and others were getting blown off the ball, and blocks were being sustained by Humphrey St. Francis. You're not seeing that here, Doug, uh, with blocks being sustained. So third down and five of the opening possession, five and a half of this second half. For Humphrey St. Francis, Baumgart back to pass. He's got Claussen open out of the backfield, but he's reluctant to throw it to him. Now he's scrambling. He's got all kinds of room to run. Pelster closes the gap and knocks him down short of the first down at the 21. Oh, my gosh, he's fast, Doug. Pelster just put on the turbos, and it'll be fourth and three, a punting situation. Yeah, and in that situation, honestly, Baumgart just couldn't pull the trigger. He had receivers open. He's got uh, Wemhoff open on the slant all the way across the field. He had uh, the back out of the backfield as well, and he just couldn't pull the trigger there. Yeah, didn't want to check it down. He was looking for the big play. And when you don't get to throw it very often, I can understand it. So they're ready to punt it away with Wemhoff. A little high snap. He gets it a low line drive kick that they charge and then let go. And that is going to be a long roll, maybe 20 yards worth of roll here as the deep man, Dan Leibolt, was going to charge it and then I think got scared that there was folks in his face and lets it go. Yeah, we'll see here now. Uh, Pelster's down there. He was the first guy down there. There, He's ready to go. Him and Leibolt, they have just been uh, dynamite for Chambers Wheeler Central this entire season, Doug. And uh, this is a big half for them. Humphrey St. Francis came up empty. Uh, there and they just cannot have a situation where they fall behind now by two scores. A 56-yard punt. First down and 10 at the 13-yard line. Chambers Wheeler Central flanking. Give the handoff to the fullback this time. The first carry of the football game for Habercheck. Habercheck will get across the 15 and out to about the 18-yard line. A gain of five. Second down and five. And Chambers Wheeler Central has been in really good. They've had good first downs throughout this ballgame. Well, and since this opening, since the opening volley where Humphrey St. Francis shuts them down, three and out, pump the ball to Humphrey St. Francis, 
And then Humphrey St. Francis has a 17-play drive. Everything has been hard, as Doug, or excuse me, Bob talked about. Handoff, Leibolt, and he is going to be stacked up across the 20 at the 21. Short gain, nothing special there. It'll be third down and a couple here for the Renegades. Look for that option again, Doug, here. Uh, every time they've been in one of these down and distances, they've run that option. Been a very good play for them. Without question, and I think as you as you look at this big play early in the quarter, or half, excuse me. Third down and a long two. Leibolt will be to the right of the pistol formation for Kessler, and they'll roll it that way on the run. He's looking for room. He's got the first down at the 25, stays on his feet, breaks a tackle 30, bounces outside 35, still on his feet into Humphrey St. Francis territory, all the way down to the 31-yard line, a gain of 28. Yeah, and the key there is, Doug, they just ran that same speed option that we talked about. We said we thought they'd see it, and we did, and then he just cut the thing all the way back to the other side. What a run by Brendan Pelster, and he just refused to go down. Yeah, that's exactly right. What a run. I mean, I would say two-thirds of the defenders actually touched him on the play, Doug. That was one of the few times Humphrey St. Francis has not been able to wrap up. Finally put down by Carson Widener. So in Humphrey St. Francis territory at the 31-yard line, up 14-6, 8-05 to go in the third. They want to throw Pelster down the middle of the field. He's got the man, and it is going to be incomplete, trying to get it to Patrick. Widener was there, and it's in and out of his hands to knock it down. Yeah, and Carson Widener, Doug, that should have been picked. He had it in and out of his hands. In a game like this where you're kind of hanging on for dear life, you've got to make that play. We talked about it at halftime. Humphrey St. Francis maybe needing to get plus in the turnover battle. Neither team has turned it over yet. And that was an opportunity there for the Flyers. It'll bring up second down and 10. This time go Twins. Again, when they go slot here, I guess you've got Twins on both sides. Empty backfield. And they'll go inside, handoff, little sweep here. And Leibolt's got room, cuts it up the seam. Inside the 25, close to the first down at the 21. Leibolt just does such a great job on that thing, Doug. All the way that thing is coming across the field. Um... Uh, it's supposed to be a perimeter play, and he just keeps one eye on the line of scrimmage, and all of a sudden there's a giant cutback lane, and he just gets vertical with it right away. And they'll bring in the chain, the chain gang bringing out the chain, just like Carney Towing and Repair would do for you if you were ever stranded on the side of the road. No matter where, they'll get you home. Carney Towing and Repair, and it looks like it is going to be just a couple of chain links short of the first down, so third and inches for Chambers Wheeler Central at the St. Francis 21. Will they line Pelster up under center this time? Haven't done that much at all in this football yeah, game. Well, last time they had a situation like this, they went in the eye. And it looks like they will do it again. I'll bet Pelster keeps it. <laughs> I'll bet you're right. Checks with the sideline. Calls the Catons out of the eye formation. Takes the snap. Hey, I was wrong. They pitch it out there to Leibolt. Leibolt trying to make a big play out of it. Has the first down. Inside the 20 to the 18. Yeah, really nice play there. Two defenders uh, for Humphrey St. Francis were there, and Libel just tough running. That is the thing. You know, we talked about at the top, this Chambers-Wheeler Central team, not very big kids. You know, and even these ball carriers, not very big, but, boy, they're tough, Doug. Uh, really willing to do the hard work. Cody Ramsey, 
by far the biggest young man on the team at 220 pounds, playing left guard. And now to be first down and 10 at the 18, already up 14 to 6. Chambers Wheeler Central looking for more, gives it to Leibolt, not much there. Got a half yard, it'll be second down and nine at the 17. Yeah, Wemhoff and Klassen did a great job there, Doug, converging on the ball carrier. And again, if you're just joining us, Chambers Wheeler Central beat Humphrey St. Francis in the third week of the year, 28 to 6. And they're 12 and 0, and they have 15 kids dressed to play here today. 15 kids on the roster, and they have a 14-6 lead in the state final, and they're looking for more. Second and nine at the 17. Pelster looks right, throws back left. Well covered. It's completed, and they're going to lose a half a yard. Third down and 10. Leibold had it, but Humphrey St. Francis doing a great job of coverage. Got to be a little careful with that throw. They've, they've run that several times today. Quarterback catches the ball. He fakes the now screen one way and then throws the 2-3 hitch back the other way. Trouble with that, Doug, is, is that corner sitting on that thing, and he's starting to close that. That's pick six the other way. you got to be a little bit careful. Colton Engel again makes the tackle. He's doing an outstanding job out there, and it's third down and 10. Ball spotted at the 18-yard line. Out of that shotgun, Pelster takes it. He's going to keep it himself. It's a design quarterback run right side. 20, 15, lowers his shoulder. He'll be popped outside inside the 10. They're going to give him all the way to the five-yard line for a first down. A gain of 13. That's a dynamite run by Pelster, Doug. Nothing dynamic about it, but, boy, even tightrope for another couple extra yards. Yeah, that was a great run there. I was just looking. He's 185 pounds is what they have him listed at. Uh, but that was a great run, and he takes on the big hit. First down and goal to Platte Valley Auto Red Zone. Both backs will be in the backfield, flanking the shotgun quarterback again in Brendan Pelster. He's going to hand it off to his fullback. Habercheck gets to the one, and he'll be brought down there. Dan Habercheck there. That was a tough running, Doug. He, he just lowered his shoulder and yeah. got everything he possibly could. They're running hard, and he is going to be brought down inside the one second and goal. Yeah, and you hate to say it with five minutes left in the third quarter is all, but this touchdown feels like if CWC can convert here. Lined up to go for it. Second and goal out of the eye formation. Habercheck again, fights, stretches, scores. Touchdown, Chambers, Wheeler Central. A one-yard touchdown run from Nick Habercheck. Yeah, this is tough here. You're going to see him go for two. Which could put him up by 16. Yeah, they just made some substitutions. They uh, just ran Habercheck, or excuse me, uh, Naughton, Ethan Naughton back or into the game. We haven't seen him. Two-point conversion. To make it a safe two-possession lead. They'll give it to Habercheck. He got stuck. He cannot reach the ball to the goal line. He did not get in. Good form. Tackle down low there by Humphrey St. Francis. And coming off the bottom of the pile that time, I cannot make out the number. Wemhoff, number 33, was in there, and that may have been the man that was able to get the job done in uh, Cole Wemhoff and uh, John Korth down low to make the tackle. So, with 5.19 to go in the set third quarter, Chambers Wheeler Central 20, St. Francis 6. The 3Ls of PlatteRiverPreps.com 
Log on for info on all your favorite teams with links to articles organized by school and sport. Listen to any of the radio broadcasts on our five Platte River radio stations and download podcasts to past events. And like us on Facebook to get select pictures and breaking news of high school sports going on. Platte River Preps, your one-stop source for high school sporting news, covering over 100 teams across the state of Nebraska. Go to PlatteRiverPreps.com. New Tech is known as the undisputed yield leader as a result of their excellent performance in university and first trials and in your fields. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put New Tech's winning genetics to work for you, contact Terry or Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemicals at 750-6060. That's 750-6060. Or visit NewTech at yieldleader.com. Undisputed Midwest Yield Leader. Doug Doodle, Larry Baker at Memorial Stadium in Lincoln. The State High School Football Championships continuing as Chambers Wheeler Central getting set to boot the football away after taking a 20-6 lead here. So far, Brendan Pelster has been able to pound the ball through the end zone on all of these kickoffs. I'm not sure why they threw that flag. There is a flag, and they're going to pick it up. Say inadvertent whistle or inadvertent flag and do it all over. Moving from north to south is Chambers Wheeler Central here in the third quarter. Wemhoff waiting the kick, but again, they're not going to have any opportunity to return it as that sails eight yards deep into the end zone and the Flyers will start at their own 15-yard line needing to grind out another long scoring drive. I mean, these scoring drives, unbelievable for eight, man. That last one for CWC, 11 plays, 67 yards, 4 minutes, 29 seconds. Yeah, and the thing is, Doug, is I think Humphrey St. Francis got to dig into the bag of tricks a little bit. I don't know if it's a flea flicker and you send the tight end down the line, of, you know, down the seam. It's got to be something. On first down, Baumgart rolls out, wants to throw, does. Underneath, it is complete to John Korth, and he is going to be brought down right at the first down, the 25-yard line, and that'll move the chains. Three of five for the game through the air for Daniel Baumgart. Yeah, and that was close to being pass interference. They, they just ran uh, on the offense. They ran two out patterns, and there was only one defender, and the receiver that was on top was blocking as that ball was in the air. Now, Damian made sure he got the ball where it needed to go. And it'll be first down and 10 for the Flyers, trailing 20-6 to six with five minutes to go in the third quarter of the D2 title game here on ESPN Radio. A pitch to Wemoff, who just comes right up the middle and gets upended. Larry, what about pitching the ball there as opposed to just handing it off? Usually the pitches are to go wide or to have some kind of movement, get, get that running back with some speed, get those first two steps, pitch it to him, but... That doesn't seem to really serve a purpose there. It's about a half a yard pitch where you could lose the ball more often than not. Well, you set up a trap to your fullback going the other way, and the other thing is you're trying to pitch it and get them to stretch thinking, thinking but CWC's defense isn't buying it. Gain of one, second down and nine. Again, out of the eye formation. Line gets set. Quarterback keeper wants to get around the edge. There's some room here for Baumgart as he follows his block to the 30, spins out of that tackle to the 35, and has a flyer first down. Haven't seen that much at all today. Damian Baumgart able to rush for the first down. Yeah, no, that was good. Uh, A lot of razzmatazz to it. They ran that play earlier one other time and lost about five or six yards. 
Now they're going to measure here, Doug, to see that if it's a first down. Cole Wemhoff leading the block out there. Sometimes if it's just touching the line, you know, but this is enough for a first down, I do believe. Carney towing, bringing out the chains here. Stretch them, put them down. And boy, they aren't giving much at all. They're going to say it's a chain link short here as they stretch them out and say, nope, it's going to be third down. Jeez, that's close, isn't it, Doug? Man, even even the even the uh, side judge rolled the football a little bit. Yeah, and to say, hey, isn't this isn't this nose of the football touching? But the referee says no, so this shouldn't be a problem for St. Francis as long as they don't jump. Sometimes when you try to line up and quarterback sneak, you move one of the guards too quick. Third and inches. Oh, they give it to the fullback, and he doesn't get it. Pelster blitzed and was able to wrap up the fullback. Nothing doing there. They're going to lose a yard, Doug. Pelster is a stud. I mean, he came, I mean, he just was shot off the roof there, Doug. Clausen dropped, and now that's, that measurement becomes extremely important because St. Francis is going to go for it here in their own territory. Sneak, they're not covering the guards. If he sneaks here, he's good. Fourth and a half yard for St. Francis. It is a quarterback sneak, and he didn't get it. No chance. He is hit immediately. Coming off that snap is Cody Ramsey. He didn't finish the tackle, but he drove him three yards back, and by the time that Baumgart found his balance, he could not get the first down. I mean, they just flat didn't block a lineman. Holy cow. That's I mean, amazing, and I want to see that. I want to see those chains one more time. Yeah, because I think that was a first down. So do I. And you can't believe that that could possibly happen. But now Chambers Wheeler Central's up twenty to six with three thirty one to go, and they take over first and ten at the Flyer thirty three. Uh, the center just whiffed there, missed the nose guard and the middle linebacker, Doug. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, he just missed them both. And so. Doing something a little different on that line helps Chambers Wheeler Central. They're ready to go offensively. Here comes a blitz. Pelster's going to keep it himself, fakes the jet sweep, and nobody's buying it for Chambers Wheeler Central uh, for St. Francis as they're able to drive him out of bounds right at the uh, line of scrimmage, second down and 10. Yeah, Colton Angle did a great job there, just blasted Pelster. You know, the thing is, who would have thought at any point in this game, at any point, that Humphrey St. Francis lines up and needs – an inch, literally, to get a first down that that offense, I mean, that's exactly what they're built for, and in two plays, lost about a yard and a half. Now you go, why didn't you sneak it on third? Well, that must be why. Second down and 10 now. Pelster takes a low snap. He's going to run it himself. There's penalty flags all over the place. He's going to get to the 30 and lean forward to about the 28. But we've got all kinds of laundry on the field here against the Renegades. Going to be a hold, I think. Exactly what it is, and where those again, where the flags are, are behind the line of scrimmage. So it's going to end up being about second and twenty, and move the ball back into Renegade territory. The state football playoffs are brought to you by Mary Lanning Healthcare, celebrating one hundred years of inspired care, and Nebraska Land National Bank and Carney. Local people, local decisions, local ownership. Three twenty to go in the third quarter of the D two championship game. Chambers Wheeler Central twenty, Humphrey St. Francis six. Earlier today, BDS over Burwell in the D1 final, 44-30. to 30. 
Yeah, I was just going to say a minute ago, I mean, this third quarter's melted away like a stick of butter in the summer. I mean, there's three minutes left, Doug. Second down and 20 at their own 37-yard line with a 14-point lead for the Renegades. Empty backfield. They bounce the snap to Pelster. He's got it. Set it up the screen. Leibold's got it. Midfield has five, has 10. Inside the 30, the 25. He's got the first down to the 20 and finally brought down at the 19-yard line. 24 yards on the screen, and they convert second and 20 in one play. Doug, the key there, Cody Ramsey, number 98, does a wonderful job getting the big block that sprung it. We saw Humphrey St. Francis at the end of the half run a screen that went nowhere because their lineman missed the one block. Cody Ramsey just had a devastating block in there. That was a great job. Cody Ramsey, big plays now on both sides of the ball for the Renegades. First and 10 at the 19. Haberchek is the slot left. They'll give it to Leibold. Starts right, doesn't like it. Reverses field to his left. And over there to knock him down after a short gain will be Damian Baumgart. Give him two to the 17. You know, and just uh, just as a side note to this, Doug, that ball bounced back to the quarterback. And I've seen that there must have been a half dozen of these snaps that have bounced back uh, to Pelster. And he's just athletic enough that it doesn't make that big of a difference. And Logan Pelster is the sophomore center. And we mentioned in the first half a couple of his good blocks. I think he's worrying about they're crashing off that right defensive end, trying to come in there, and he's worried about his blocks. Second down and eight. Brendan Pelzer again, low snap, hands it to Leibolt. Stiff arm, tries to get to the right hash. They'll spin him down, and he'll lose a yard back to the 19-yard line. And making the tackle that time will be Kyle Wemhoff. So third and long here for the Renegades. Now that one really fully bounced about a yard early. That one messes up the timing of that mesh. Um, the way they're running that jet sweep, they want that mesh. It really needs to be timed out. Third down and 10 at the 19. St. Francis really can't afford to fall more than 14 down. They just don't have the offense to do it. And only a minute 45 remaining in the third. And again, they bounce it back to Pelster, throws it out here at a wide receiver screen. It's complete to uh, Croxon, but really nowhere to go. Got a yard, maybe a yard and a half. And it'll be fourth down. And I'll tell you what, you kept talking about, and I'm looking at the stats. I don't see that they've ever converted a field goal at all this year. But, boy, if you were ever going to kick one and convert it, it puts you up three scores going into the fourth quarter. And you'd have to feel real good about that. On the other hand, if it gets blocked or something crazy like that, then you're wondering why you ever did it. So it's fourth down and eight, Chambers Wheeler Central at the 17 of Humphrey St. Francis. Empty backfield, Pelster in the shotgun. And a timeout going to be called here by Coach Tramer, the first of the half brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Wants to make sure they've got the right play call. We'll take it with them. 107 to go, third quarter, 20-7. to 7, Chambers Wheeler Central over Humphrey St. Francis in the D2 final. Honey, hurry. We need to finish loading up the trash. The dump closes in 30 minutes. Don't let trash take up time in your busy schedule. Let Ravenna Sanitation take care of all your trash needs. At Ravenna Sanitation, they take trash seriously. They're there to be your trash collection connection. If you need trash removal from your home, business, or farm, Ravenna Sanitation is the quality, dependable trash hauling service that you've been looking for. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County. You're listening to the D2 State Football Championship game on KXPN Kearney, KICS Hastings, and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com, our internet streaming. Brought to you by the University of Nebraska-Kearney. We are the Difference Makers. Call to schedule a campus visit. 
We have a fourth down and eight for Chambers Wheeler Central at the 17-yard line of Humphrey St. Francis. CWC leads it 20-6 with 107 to go in the third quarter. Twins left, twins right. Everybody in fairly tight here. Pelster wants to throw, has time underneath, and it is over the intended receiver past the outstretched hands of Zane Patrick. And St. Francis will take over on downs. Yeah, and here we go. Humphrey St. Francis still in this thing, Doug. That's a big stop. They need to get a score and then work the next quarter to find one more somewhere in here. Yeah, it's not like their defense has been giving up points. They played well. It just takes their offense a while to score the football. They scored on their opening possession, 16 plays, 70 yards, seven and a half minutes. And they were at the six when time expired in the second quarter. Baumgartner back to pass. Deep drop, throwing it as far as he can down the middle of the field and overshoots his intended target with all kinds of black jerseys down there. Looking like he's trying to get it to Korth. Yeah, and if he throws the ball to the outside, Doug, he had Cole Wemhoff, nobody around him. Again, he's, he's Klaassen, not Korth. He's looking at Klaassen the whole way, the whole time. There was no check downs. Brings up second down and 10. So, again, they take a shot on first down, and it doesn't pan out. So now second and 10. And they will hand it off to Wemhoff. No, quarterback keeper, Baumgart. He's got room to run. They fake me out as well. Down the sideline, he stays in bounds. 30, 40, into Chambers Wheeler Central Territory, 30. And he's going to be brought down inside the 20 at the 12-yard line. Huge, huge run. Finally a big play for Humphrey St. Francis. Yeah, that's that bootleg they ran uh, on the series before. They send the tight end out to make the block, and there were just some guys standing around there. For Chambers Wheeler Central. Boy, I thought Wemhoff had it. That was a great fake. They'll mark him out of bounds at the 12-yard line. 50 yards on the run for Damian Baumgart. They're in the Platte Valley Auto of Kearney Red Zone. First and 10 at the 12. This time they pitch it to Wemhoff. He dives over the center inside the 10 to the 9-yard line. Yeah, and that's a great tackle in there, Doug. Uh, uh, Nicholas Habercheck, and he's coming from the backside. He's just made so many of those tackles, diving tackles in there today. Uh, Humphrey St. Francis has to convert on this. They're at the nine. What could be the final play of the third quarter with 15 seconds to go in the power eye formation? Klaassen the fullback, Wemhoff the eye back, Baumgart the quarterback, pitches it, trying to go wide right, then cutting it back up. Wemhoff, and he is thrown down behind the line of scrimmage by who else? Pelster. A loss of two to the 11 as the third quarter comes to an end. It will be third down and nine for Humphrey St. Francis at the Chambers-Wheeler Central 11 in the D2 state championship game. Chambers-Wheeler Central 20, Humphrey St. Francis 6 here on ESPN Radio. think you go into nursing because you have a vision of being able to make a difference in people's lives. I remember the nurse when I was a child and going to the doctor's office. I guess that was what I always just wanted to do. It's the nurses that make the difference as to whether a patient really feels good about being here and feels like they're in good hands. I think the nurses gained status because they lived it number one, but they also brought all that knowledge and expertise from many years of dealing with pretty much any situation that they might run into. 
they became respected by the medical staff as very highly qualified registered nurses. So I'm, I'm kind of proud of that. Celebrating 100 years of inspired care, Mary Lanning Healthcare. Ready to start the fourth quarter of play and uh, the season almost on the line now for Humphrey St. Francis down 14, but they are at the 10 yard line, third down and nine of Chambers Wheeler Central have a chance to make it a one score game. Doug Duda, Larry Baker in this D2 final. Damian Baumgart, a 50 yard run to set this up, but now facing third down and nine. Yeah, this is big, Doug. Uh, you broke the big play. You weren't able to get it all the way into the end zone. You have got to score on this. They will split Wemhoff out to the left. Clausen in the backfield. Baumgart under center. Double end. They will send Wemhoff in motion from left to right. And they will fake the handoff. Baumgart's going to keep it walking to the end zone. But a penalty flag. A penalty flag where he turned the corner will negate what was a beautiful play. Baumgart, as soon as he pivoted, you could tell. Oh, man. I, I'm going to argue that the that, that crew's getting too involved here. Would you agree with that, Doug? That's a tough call going against the Flyers. A hold on the edge. That's the second time that's happened to the guard tonight. And, again, you can't see even watching here on replay if he's got his hand up underneath and, and definitely holding. But let's find out. That's not. That's not. Boy, I just didn't see it. And that is going to instead make it third down, move the ball back to about the 18. So if they get to the one, it's a first down, but in all intents and purposes, it's third and goal. Third and 17 at the 18, negating the touchdown run. Love the play call out of the Flyers. I thought that was a magnificent play call, Doug. And the crowd really getting into it here. Both crowds. Trying to make some noise for their team. On third down, Baumgartner has to throw. Here comes pressure. He's in trouble. He'll roll out. Now start to run and got back to the 19. A loss of one. It'll be fourth down. Yeah, he just didn't have anything open downfield. There was uh, away from him, but he was rolling the wrong direction. There was just a lot of pressure there. Chambers Wheeler Central's D-line, Doug, both in the run game and in the pass game, has really started to flex its muscle here in the second half. And Humphrey St. Francis has not been able to stay with them. Kessler is all the way <laughs> I was out. Say, Kessler was talking to his young men all the way out to the hash mark and sends them up as they break the huddle with 10 seconds to go. You've got to throw to the end zone. Fourth down and 18. Out of the eye formation. Baumgart fakes the pitch. Back to pass. Not much of a rush. Got to pull the trigger. Still scrambling. Still scrambling. Throws it to the middle of the end zone, and it is caught! Touchdown! In between five defenders, Webhoff able to keep the season alive for the Flyers. Yeah, again, a little backyard play. Wemhoff ran the wheel out of the backfield, Doug. And then as Baumgart started to scramble, Wemhoff made his way away. From, he just flat started running away from defenders. There in the end zone, in the back of the end zone, he just did a great job. Unbelievable. Took all day, didn't rush, or rush three, and roll and rolled, and finally, in the middle of five defenders, over two, in front of three, 
And Wemhoff's not even all that excited. They go for two, rolling to his right. Baumgartner throws back against the grain, and he's got the two-point conversion complete to Widener. And now all of a sudden, a play ago, your season might be over. You're a touchdown away from taking the lead in the state championship game. 10.57 to go in the fourth. Chambers, Wheeler Central, 20. Humphrey St. Francis, 14, our five points bank. Miraculous touchdown, a 19-yard pass from Damian Baumgartner into the hands of Kyle Wemhoff. We'll have the kickoff after this. Do you have a passion for athletics? Are you a former high school or college athlete looking for ways to stay involved? The Nebraska School Activities Association is asking you to grab a whistle. Officials are needed in every high school activity and are essential to the future of the game. Visit nsaahome.org for more information. Grab a whistle and contact the NSAA to get registered. Shop local. Shop Small Business Saturday at Gary Michaels Clothiers in downtown Hastings and Kearney. Entire store, buy one item, receive the second at 50% off, excluding Brighton and special orders. All outerwear, 30% off, from leather jackets to wool coats. Entire stock, men's suits and sport coats, from traditional to slim fit, now 30% off. Ladies, take an additional 20% off select clearance racks. Support Small Business Saturday. Personal service and professional tailoring, Gary Michaels Clothiers, downtown Hastings and Kearney. To kick the ball away here. It is returnable. Leibolt will take it at about the 8 up to the 15, 20, and then he'll be brought down at the 21. Kind of ran into his own guy there, Larry. Yeah, and I mean, when he first started, it looked like that thing was going to pop out of there, and he did. If I'm Chambers Wheeler Central here, I run option and throw those two, three hitches. Those two things have been there all day. Keep it in the hands of the guy that got you here, Brendan Pelster. Empty backfield. He dropped the football. He scoops it back up, and he's going to get back to about the 18-yard line, losing yards on it. But Pelster, really his first mistake of the whole game, I think his head is still on that defensive play. He was really upset that that touchdown pass got in there and slammed his hand against the turf, and a couple of times he lost the ball here on this play, but obviously the second time he had hit the ground. Yeah, Coach Kessler's got to be careful. He was out on the field again during that play, uh, begging for it to be a fumble. It was close. It was close as we watched the replay, but it did look like his back may have been on the ground. Humphrey St. Francis fans don't think so. Yeah, I think his right elbow down. So on second down, they'll throw it out here, and nothing doing for Zane Patrick. And that's the pass play they want. That's that 2-3 hitch. It just hit him right in the face mask, and he dropped it, Doug. I'd still hear I run option and that 2-3 hitch. Humphrey St. Francis has not stopped it all day long, and they won't. Well, in Chambers, Wheeler Central, they were down 6-0, got the lead. They shouldn't be panicking right now, but it is the fourth quarter of the state championship game at Memorial Field, and they've got a third down and 13 at their own 18-yard line. Four wide, twins each side. And Pelser takes the snap. Just kind of standing there waiting for the pass, and it is going to be incomplete. Couldn't get it into the hands again of Patrick, and there defensively was Baumgart and a rare three and out for the Renegades. Well, haven't had one since the opening drive of the game, Doug, uh, but Baumgart, that thing was in his hands. That was just about picked off. It was way over Zane Patrick's head. And now they have to punt the football for the third time here in the contest. 
And Kyle Wemhoff back to return it. He stands at his 23-yard line. And Brendan Pelster to punt it. They'll bring a little pressure from the outside. Pelster gets an outstanding punt away. It's fielded, though, at the 19 with some running room. A little shake and bake and an open field tackle. Can they bring Wemhoff down? Yes, they finally do. Connor Croxon, outstanding job to cover that bomb of a punt. Yeah, Doug, it's just unbelievable. Uh, that punt. You know, one of the things we've noticed that it happened there on that play or on that punt, Chambers Wheeler Central, when they touch you, they tackle you. You know, you don't have a lot of these missed tackles. If they touch you, you go down. A 44-yard punt, about a six-yard return. It's Chambers Wheeler Central 20 and Humphrey St. Francis 14, 9.43 to go in the game. And here we go for the second straight game. We've got a lot of action here in the fourth quarter with the game still up for grabs. You know, the crazy thing is we talk about all this offense from Chambers Wheeler Central. Humphrey St. Francis has outgained them. 245 to 227 for the ball game. On first down and 10, pitch play Wemhoff starts left, cuts it back inside, gets to the 30, gets out to the 31. That's a nice five-yard gain on the opening play of this series. Yeah, this whole thing now just feels a little bit like the first quarter. Three and out, bang, six yards on first down. You churn out one of these five or six-minute drives here, Doug, and it changes the world. Well, and Humphrey St. Francis, no matter what, it's going to come down to a conversion because they will go for two in a tie game. Second down and five. And again, it's Wemhoff. Tries the right side. Not much there, and they'll trip him up. Maybe lost a half a yard back to the 30, and it'll be third down and five. You really think they'd go for two, 20 to 20? Oh, without a doubt. They don't have a kicker. Holy moly. Without a doubt. Rotating in, bringing the play in here for Humphrey St. Francis's Nolan Cush. Can the big boy, Cody Ramsey, come up with another play here for Chambers Wheeler Central or even Brendan Pelster? On third down and five at their own 30, Humphrey St. Francis stays in the eye. They give it to Wemhoff. No, they want to throw it. Baumgart gets it out here to Korth. He's got it complete at the 40 into Chambers Wheel of Central Territory at the 36, selling the fake well again. Yeah, naked boot there. That was a great job. Ran the naked boot. And, Doug, I think, you know, they've made the big money on that boot with the tight end uh, uh, leading for them. I think they could come back to that off that counteraction. Chambers Wheeler Central is just so aggressive. Uh, and it's how they've gotten here. But I do think that play is there for Humphrey St. Francis again. Flyers hustle up to the line of scrimmage, then take a breath and set them down. Baumgart to Wemhoff, hole over the right side, and he's going to get to the 30-yard line, a gain of six on first down. It'll be second and four. Yeah, this first down five, first down six. I mean, they, that's what they did early in the game. They've done it on this drive now a couple of times. That just sets you up in such a good position from a play caller standpoint. You've got three downs now to get four yards. Second down and four. No tricks right now. And when they did pass it, just a simple rollout. Again, it's Wemhoff off the left side. And this time he's upended. Falls forward for a yard or two. But Haberchek is in there to make the tackle. It'll be third down and all of three yards to go. So far in this game, Kyle Wemhoff, that was his 30th carry. 
and he's been just over 100 yards. There hasn't been a whole lot for Kyle here in the second half. Yeah, then Havercheck again makes a tackle coming from the backside. He's just done a magnificent job, Doug, of just being tough and playing in there, chasing things down. Third down and a long three at the 29-yard line of the Renegades. St. Francis to Wemhoff, and he's going to be hammered. Pelster came on a backside blitz and drops him at the 31 for a loss of two. Yeah, Pelster's tough. Jeez, he just makes every big play when they need him to, Doug. How quick. As soon as Wemhoff decided to turn back to the right, Pelster was there to eat him up, and it is fourth down and five at the 30-yard line. Obviously, St. Francis trying to find a way to convert a fourth down. They are two of four in the game on fourth down. You can see that rollout pass here again, Doug. And again, how much noise can a 1,000 fans make? You're hearing it. Baumgart rolls to the right, wants to throw, has protection, now decides to run. He's got the first down inside the 30 to the 25 to the 23. Took a chance to tuck it up and run, and he got seven. Did a great job, and instead of there's the, there's what I'm talking about. He doesn't run himself out of real estate, Doug. Too many high school quarterbacks on a rollout, they run themselves all the way to the sideline. He left himself space there, and then Habercheck crushed him. And one of the few times that Brendan Pelster overran the play, he saw, he saw the gap here and then ran right by him to his right, and... Baumgart cuts it back up inside to get the first down. First and 10 at the 23, converting a fourth down. 5.55 to go. Pitch Wemhoff again starts left, brings it right back up over center, stacked up at the 20-yard line. A gain of about two, we'll call it second down and eight. I really think Wemhoff has actually got the speed to get to the edge if he'd want to. He cuts every one of those back inside. And I think if he ever wanted to press that D-gap, I think he could get to the edge, Doug. Habercheck, 15 tackles, 8 of them solo. Pelster, 13 tackles, 10 of them solo. Second down and 8. Back to the power eye at the 20. Delay, quarterback keeper Baumgart, right side, jumps in the air and gets 4. Down to the 16-yard line. It'll be third down and 3. Yeah, just and, and, and actually, this third and three, you're in good shape. Just you can't go backwards here. Even if it's just a yard, yard and a half, you can run your four favorite plays still here. Brockhouse and Wemhoff getting out in front, leading the blocks. See how slow Brumgart got up there, Doug? He got whacked pretty good, and he's been hit a lot of times today. A long drive, nearly five minutes now on this drive for St. Francis. 4.40 to go, third and three at the 16. I formation down six for the Flyers. They'll pitch it to Wemhoff up the middle, first down and more inside the 10. It'll be first and goal just inside the 10, six yards. That's what we saw from Wemhoff in the first half. 20 to 14, Chambers Wheeler Central, 4.33 to go. And St. Francis is 10 yards away from tying the state final. Yeah, it's the worst first down in the world. When you have first and goal from the 10, if you could, you know, you'd be at the 12 or the 13, you know, where you still could get another one in there. No change. Power eye. Korth is the end of the right side. Baumgart gives it to Wemhoff up the middle, gets a couple, not much there. It doesn't look like he gets anything, and it's about three to the seven is where they're going to officially mark the football. Second and goal at the seven. And inside four. So now what you're talking about is if St. Francis doesn't get in, they may not get the football back. That's exactly right. I mean, you, I mean, this is it. 
And the key here, Doug, is uh, you can't have a backwards play. On this drive, they haven't had – St. Francis has not had a negative play. On second down and goal from the seven out of the eye. They pitch it left side. This time he will try to get outside. Makes Pelster miss. Inside the five, still on his feet. Got to be careful. Leans that football forward and thought better of it. He's inside the two. Third and goal at the two for Humphrey St. Francis. See, if you just could have had first and ten from the 12, now you'd have a first down. The tackle is made out there by Zane Patrick and all the way downfield to help finish it off. Cody Ramsey started to stretch. And if he'd have done that much more, Ramsey might have knocked the ball out of his hands. So, good idea. Boy, he still had it out there. You know, we want to say this is easy money, but we saw him earlier not be able to get it. Third and goal at the two. St. Francis I formation, and there's movement. That's on Chambers, I believe. The Chambers uh, nose guard looked like he came in the... Right guard, Wemhoff, jumped. And it's a false start on Humphrey St. Francis. So maybe there was some simulation of the count over there by Chambers Wheeler Central going into the bag of tricks, but a huge five-yard penalty. And St. Francis is now back at the six. They only marked it off about four. Get to the perimeter here on that toss, Doug. I think they can get to the perimeter. He can run that thing in. Third and goal at the six. Ball on the far hash from the bench. Baumgart going to keep it himself. Quarterback rollout. Pressure. Thought about running. Now he's going to take it inside the one, and they're going to say he didn't quite get in. He wanted to throw the football, had two ends out there, and decided to tuck it up and run, and it's going to be fourth and goal at the one. Yeah, Jacob Green does a great job uh, there along with Lee Bolt and just blast him. Oh, boy, Dougie, Dougie. I mean, this is about a foot, maybe two feet. It's not much. We saw them earlier, don't forget, third and fourth down. They needed an inch, lost yards. To tie the state final with 2.38 to go. Fourth and goal at the one, quarterback sneak. He's into the end zone, Baumgart touchdown, and we are tied with the conversion to come. God, you surely you kick this. But now there is a, is that a flag yeah, and in they, the end zone? They threw it really early, just as the ball snapped, they threw it, Doug. There's a flag in the end zone. I mean, he threw that flag right as the play started. Illegal shift. Offense. It'll be fourth and goal from just outside the five. I'm just not sure. With everybody on the line of scrimmage, illegal motion. Must have had two guys jump. That or the quarterback set his feet. You couldn't see it on that replay. And so now you can't run that play. I still run toss to the edge. Let's see what they do. I mean, they've, they've kind of went to the rollout bomb guard, and now they're going to burn the timeout. Or at least there is a whistle from our side official. It's not a timeout. They'll give him a fresh clock. So there's some discussion on an amazingly important play. It looked I like St. Francis had tied the game. They call illegal shift, and that moves it back just outside the five. So now. Boy, Doug, I just don't gonna know. They're going to put more money on or more time on the clock. So here we go. 
They have to try it on fourth down again, this time from the five. Fourth and goal from the five, down by six, 226 to go. Baumgart takes the snap, going to roll to his right, has time, over the middle, wide open, touchdown. Widener was wide open in the middle of the field, and they get it in anyway, and again, 20-20, to this time, no laundry. Wide open the entire time, nobody ever went with him, Doug. Came from the tight end spot, he got to the spot in the end zone and just stood there. And I think you're right, my good gravy, there is no black tee coming out. They will go for two to try and take the lead in the state championship with 2.22 remaining. Holy moly. What a drive, 14 plays, 55 yards. Every one of them have been tough. And now a two-point conversion. Will it remain tied or will they have the lead and they want a timeout? The play clock ran out. Kessler's got to get off the field. I mean... He was trying to get the timeout called and apparently did. Usually you run down your own sideline to get the side judge. Kessler has run out onto the field a couple of times, but this is now the next most important play of the season. Our Five Points Bank touchdown brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. A five-yard pass from Baumgart to Widener when it looked like they had scored. There was an illegal shift, so they back up five yards and they get in. 20 to 20. I'll tell you what, Wemhoff has been money up the middle. I think you can maybe make a different play call. If you were behind by one, that's different than being tied. The world doesn't end if you don't get in here. Uh, you can win it. You can't lose it with this two-point conversion. Right. You can win it with a kick and extra point. How am I agreeing with you? Every year, Every week we do a game together, I get mad that you talk about somebody not having a kicker. Now all of a sudden, I think you got to kick it. Well, yeah, you could possibly win a state championship if you had a kicker. Uh, you, you have all these practices all year long, but that's just not the way they roll. So, and a lot of schools, a lot of teams, not just St. Francis. Chambers Wheeler Central the same way. They're lined up, and we're ready to go for two. Out of the eye formation, they're just going to keep that quarterback. Baumgart throws into the end zone wide open. Two-point conversion is good to Clausen. And for the second time today, St. Francis takes the lead with 2.22 to go. Yeah, that's the deal, Doug. Like I said all along, there's zero chance I ever kick that extra point. <laughs> I think he got to go for two, run the rollout pass. Holy cow. So here's the thing. Nobody's been able to score quickly in this game today. 2.22 left in the game with nobody being able to score quickly. All 44 of these points have just come uh, at a plow's pace. But Chambers, Wheeler, Central, both uh, uh, from a schematic standpoint, the offense is built to do it. And from a player standpoint, they've got tons of speed. They're built to do this. I know nobody's done it yet today, but they are built to do it. We will have the kickoff right after this timeout. Whether you're talking sports or farming, one thing is the same. You need power. Think Husker Power products for propane, natural gas, and diesel irrigation engines customized to your needs. When you require irrigation power, parts, or timely service, think Husker Power products, your provider of GM-powered natural gas, and LP high-efficiency irrigation engines, and fuel-efficient Isuzu diesel engines. Call 402-463-1531 for Husker Power products of Hastings, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters. Now, also located in Sutton. And ready to kick the ball away here for Humphrey St. Francis will be Cole Wemhoff. These have been returnable, but this has got some adrenaline in it, and they're going to let it go. 
into the end zone, letting it go. It could have been returned by Dan Leibolt, but he decided to let it go, and they will take it at the 15-yard line. Now, they haven't had spectacular returns. I think out to the 21 was their best, but you don't see that ever. No, and, I mean, it's, it gives you a chance to get a shock play. Well, I just stood up here. They got seed corn signs and all kinds of stuff down there, the Humphrey crew does. The whole town. Well, this is what you play sports for, folks. 2.22 to go. Brendan Pelster may be the best player in eight-man football. Can he quarterback his team 65 yards? Takes the low snap. Wants to throw. Now rolls to his right. Has time. Throws it for all his might to Leibolt. Jump ball, and it's going to be knocked away. Well defended down there by Baumgart. Leibolt really was just trying to knock it away, not catch it. And you have to wonder, you have not been in this situation all year long for Chambers Wheeler Central. Now, not that Pelster hasn't been because, let's face it, last year he's their quarterback. They aren't undefeated. They're in some situations like this. But not once this year have they trailed in the fourth quarter. No, I like that, though. I'd send them all deep again, and I'd let Pelster take off. This kid's electric, man. You've got plenty of time, 2.13 to go, and two timeouts. Pelster back to pass again. He'll throw it out here in the flat. It's complete at the 25. First down, stepping out of bounds at the 28-yard line to Connor Croxon, and that moves the chains to 07 remains. Yeah, and that's the deal, Doug. Don't, I mean, I get what you did on first down, but don't think you got to score right now. Matriculate this thing down the field. You know, you're working your way to midfield here. First down and 10 at the 28. Don't forget when we're done, the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery post-game show. Then at 645, it's the Class B final, Aurora and Elkhorn South, your radio home and only radio home for all six finals. Now they put Leibolt in the backfield. And back to pass again, Pelster looks right now back to the left, rolls to the right, has time to throw it. He'll fire it down the field, and it is overshot Croxon. Boy, that took a long time to get down to the 25-yard line, and Pelser not looking to run. He had a lot of field out in front of him, but took a chance down the field, and Croxon cannot hang on. Yeah, Croxon needed to catch this ball, Doug. It... Just, oh, Bob Gart just got him on the yeah. arm on the way down, and I think that's what jolted it away. Second down and 10. But I do like that. You know, on first down both times here, they feel comfortable enough they can get first downs. They're just taking some shots. But one of these times, and you called it on the last play there, there's enough room. He's going to take off at some point. Croxon to the left, Patrick to the right. Pelster, three-man rush. He's going to throw it down the field for Leibold. He's got it complete into Humphrey St. Francis territory at the 35. Breaks a tackle, first down to the 32-yard line. A gain of 20, 150 to go. Yeah, and I'll just tell you, time's not an issue here, Doug. Two timeouts left. You've only got, what, 32 yards to go. Time's not an issue. Humphrey St. Francis, if they're going to win, they're going to have to stop them. No doubt about it. And the clock will run because he was not out of bounds. Patrick to the right, Croxon to the left. You've got Habercheck in the slot right. And Pelster with Leibolt to the slot left. Send Habercheck that way. It's a bad snap. It hit the man in motion. Pelster picks it up on the run, and he's drug down all the way back. And he's 25. The ball's still loose. They haven't blown it dead. And it's all the way back at the 20, Chambers, Wheeler Central. They need a timeout right now. That's exactly what happened, Doug, and they are going to call timeout. That hit the motion, man. That's exactly what happened. And oh. a loss. Oh, my goodness. They're all the way back to the 20. 
That's a loss of 27 yards. And that ball never did get covered. Finally, running back there and diving on it was the center, Logan Pelster. All game long, you had not got tricky, and it hit the back calf of Habercheck. Yeah, that's just plum unlucky. That's the offense they've run all year. That's just sending a man in motion, and the snap timing was just a millisecond off. It will be second down and 38 yards to go, but you can't think of that. you got to think of it as about second and 15 three times in a row. That's right. We saw them convert on second and 20 on one play. So let's see what they do here with 1.21 to go. The timeout brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. The Renegades will have one timeout remaining. Again, I throw the 2-3 hitch. Watch the corner alignment here, Doug. They're going to be about seven, eight yards off, and they're going to be bailing on the snap. And I sure would love to see Pelster run at one time yeah. just to see how many tackles the young man can break. They use double blocking ends this time. They'll keep them in. Back to pass. It's a screen pass and dropped by Cody Ramsey, the left end, looking up the field before he caught the football, and it falls to the turf, third and 38. Yeah, they've just come undone here a little bit, Doug. They've dropped a few balls that they hadn't dropped the entire game. A lot of them probably balls they haven't dropped yet in the season. This is one of them where you just were ahead the whole year and you wake up and don't win the state championship. Yeah, This is shocking. Third and 38 at their own 20-yard line. Four wideouts. Pelster awaiting the snap. Takes it. Three-step drop, they throw it underneath to Croxon. Croxon tries to get as much as he can and runs out of bounds at the 30-yard line. And that sets up fourth down and 28. That play was never designed to get a lot of yardage. And I guess what you're trying to do is maybe Pelster's going to chuck it as far as he can. Well, that was the play you were talking about a minute ago when you said you needed to just run it three times, something like that. Out wide to the right is Zane Patrick. Could be the last play of the season. Crocs into the left. Looks like they'll rush three on fourth and 28. Pelster in the pocket. Now rushed. Got to get rid of it. Throws it underneath, and it is caught but out of bounds, and Humphrey St. Francis is going to be your state champion. Yeah, CWC's only got one timeout left, Doug. Even if Croxon had caught that, he would have been short of the first down. Holy cow. That's the old saying, chop wood. Humphrey St. Francis just stood here and chopped and chopped the whole game. Scored the two touchdowns when they needed to. And I think most everybody in this stadium is just shocked. Humphrey St. Francis scored a touchdown on fourth and 18 at the 19-yard line. If that's incomplete, the game is over early in this fourth quarter. Instead, they've got to snap it twice, maybe three times, to win a state title. Victory formation. Baumgart takes it, backs up, goes to a knee. Don't mess around. Take the knee immediately. Don't try and waste two more seconds. You're never going to get more than two more seconds out of that. And if somebody pops the ball loose, then you're worried. And the final timeout taken by Chamber Wheeler Central. We'll take it with them. Brought to you by Nebraska Land National Bank. Nebraska Land National Bank. 
This is Carol Pelster, Branch Operations Manager at Nebraska Land National Bank in Kearney. During the holiday season more than ever, our thoughts turn gratefully to those who have made our progress possible. And in this spirit, we sincerely say thank you, and we look forward to continue serving you with local people, local decisions, and local ownership. Member FDIC. Nebraska Land National Bank. Coming up, the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. An unbelievable finish here. Humphrey St. Francis down 20 to 6 coming into the fourth quarter. Now leading it 22 to 20. And in line to pick up the fourth state championship in school history. 95, 96, 09, and 15. And they'll take a knee again. Well, Baumgart again runs around for a while and actually gets tackled on the play. The only thing that can happen there is you punch the ball out. And they will only have to snap it one more time, and this game is over. And they've had practice at kneeling (laughs) the football to end the game. Well, what they're doing is what they did there, Doug, with those two plays. It looks awful, and you do take a chance of turning it over. But that is an entire play that they were able to do. They were able to get five seconds on one, about three or four on the other that made it so they're only going to have to snap it one more time. And Coach Tramer put all the other kids in just so they can say they were on the field if they haven't been already. And the snap, the kneel, and Humphrey St. Francis avenging their only loss of the year are your 2015 Class D2 State Football Champions. St. Francis 22, Chambers Wheeler Central 20. It came down to a lot of things. But in the end, one more two-point conversion. Yeah, no question. In the end, the conversions uh, were the difference in the thing, Doug. I will just tell you that that was a uh, heck of a football game. And I said in the beginning that this thing was going to be, you know, great defense on both sides. It was. And that the offense was just going to look different. You know, you have a situation where, uh, well, because of those last couple plays, they're going to go under. But, you know, it's basically 300 yards of offense out of Humphrey St. Francis done virtually all on the ground, just under 100 through the air. When you look at uh, Chambers Wheeler Central, they're going to be about 250, 240 yards of offense, all but about 100 through the air. It was just the opposite. Chambers Wheeler Central beat Humphrey St. Francis in week three, 28 to six, which was obviously their lowest point total. The next. 50. 50. They had scored 52 or more points in every game in the playoffs. And today, a heartbreaking loss for Chambers Wheeler Central. And congratulations to Humphrey St. Francis. But boy, what a story it would have been for the Renegades. 15 young men were moments away, and St. Francis wins it 22 to 20. The New West Postgame Show is next. Coming up, the New West. Here in the heartland of For working, tailgating, a truck gets the job done. At Tom Dinsdale, we promise first-rate customer service. And our extensive inventory and new facility will make your car buying experience a pleasure. From Omaha to Denver, don't buy anything without checking Tom Dinsdale Automotive in Grand Island. Tom Dinsdale, your truck destination. 
the difference between an average home and a beautiful home may be something as simple as an interior door. And when you choose Mead Lumber, you choose to have a great selection of everything you need for a small home improvement to a complete remodel. Mead Lumber can help you design a floor plan and provide the supplies you need to build it. Mead Lumber is committed to providing quality and sustainable building materials, a strong product mix and selection, competitive pricing and outstanding service, timely delivery, and so much more. Mead Lumber and Kearney, building dreams and relationships. The State High School football playoffs on ESPN Radio are brought to you in part by Husker Power Products, your full-service irrigation engine headquarters in Hastings and Sutton, and Mary Lanning Healthcare, celebrating 100 years of inspired care. The eight-man field will now be transformed into 11-man field for Aurora and Elkhorn South, which will kick off at 645 here on ESPN Radio. But, Larry, both of our eight-man games went right down to the wire. Yeah, we've had great football today, Doug. You know, we're going to... You and I are going to call four football games here this weekend, and I think we're going to have four just like this. You know, that hasn't been the case the last few years, and holy moly, both of these games, uh, hard-fought, really good football. The blowouts that we saw in the semifinals did not carry on to the finals, and this is the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Certified and fellowship-trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary, and kind of from the same area of the state, Chambers, Wheeler Central, and Burwell, oh so close. But uh, the East takes the eight-man titles as they have so many times. Here's a look at the final stats for Chambers, Wheeler Central. Quarterback Brendan Pelster, 13 out of 26, 146 yards through the air on the ground. 62 yards on 14 attempts, two touchdowns. Dan Leibolt, 11 carries, 38 yards. Zane Patrick, two carries, 14 yards. And the fullback in Habercheck had three carries, for 10 yards and a touchdown for Nick. 31 rushing attempts, but just 96 yards for Chambers Wheeler Central. 146 through the air. That's a total of 242 yards. 14 first downs. They were 7 of 13 on third down, 1 of 3 on fourth down here today. They uh, had no turnovers in the football game and will end up as the state runner up. For Humphrey St. Francis, Kyle Wemhoff, 35 carries, 120 yards, and a touchdown. Damian Baumgart, 18 carries, 92 yards. And Evan Claussen, two carries, two yards. Overall, 56 rushing attempts for 211 yards for the Flyers. Through the air, Baumgart was efficient. Six of nine, 87 yards, and two touchdowns. 298 yards of total offense. 15 first downs for Humphrey St. Francis. Penalties in this football game, 3 of 19 on the Flyers, 4 for 32 on Chambers-Wheeler Central, and no turnovers in the football game for either team here this afternoon. Defensively, taking a look at the numbers for St. Francis, Baumgart ended up being the leading tackler, 11 tackles, 6 of those solo. Wemhoff, 9 tackles, and Colton Engel, seven tackles, six of those were solo. For Chambers, Wheeler Central, Nick Harbacek, 16 tackles, nine of those solo. Brendan Pelster, 14 tackles, 10 of them solo. Cody Ramsey also had 14 tackles in the football game. We'll be back and give you the scoring summary right after this. At the University of Nebraska at Kearney, we are difference makers. Stop and think about your future five or even 10 years down the road. What are you doing? 
How are you living your life? If you're picturing yourself in a meaningful job and contributing to your community, UNK can help. We specialize in showing people how to make a difference every day. That's a powerful outlook on life. College awaits. Your application shouldn't. Apply today to UNK and get ahead on scholarships and housing for next year. Learn more at unk.edu. Our wrap-up is brought to you by Buffalo County Farm Bureau. Everything you need covered, wrapped up in one great insurance agent, Buffalo County Farm Bureau in Kearney. Well, it looked like it was going to be a good day for Humphrey St. Francis as they slowed Chambers Wheeler Central down to a three and out and then a 16-play, 71-yard drive that lasted seven minutes and 34 seconds. Again, I don't know that I've seen much longer than that, but that was the story of the day on all the drives for both teams, and it was a four-yard run from Kyle Wemhoff with 2.41 to go in the first quarter, six to nothing with the two-point conversion pass, no good. Then Chambers Wheeler Central answered that with an 11-play, 63-yard drive that took 424. Brandon Pelster took it in from two yards out, and Pelster hit Patrick with a two-point conversion, made it 8-6 to six with 10-11 to go. 518 to go in the second quarter. Pelster takes it in from three yards out. They converted a fourth and 13, and a 12-play drive, the two-point conversion run, no good made it 14-6. to Humphrey St. Francis did hook up on a long pass play that gave them one opportunity from the six right before halftime, but they could not convert, and so it was 14-6. to Renegades at the half, a one-yard Nick Habercheck run with 5.19 to go in the third, capped an 11-play, 67-yard drive. The two-point conversion run, no good. Habercheck got stuck at the half-yard line, which is big the way this game ends, 20-6. to Chambers Wheeler Central was then stopped at the Humphrey St. Francis 17-yard line, giving the ball back over to the Flyers, who then took control of the football game. A hold negated a touchdown, but they were still able to convert a fourth and 18 on a 19-yard touchdown pass from Damian Baumgart to Kyle Wemhoff in between five defenders. And then they add the two-point conversion from Baumgartner to Widener, 10.57 to go, 20 to 14, and with 2.22 to go, another 14 play, 55 yard drive after they had snuck it in on fourth down. Illegal motion was called, fourth and goal from the five. Baumgart finds a wide open Cam, uh, Carson Widener, and then they get the two point conversion from uh, Baumgart to Clarkson or Clausen, 22 to 20, and then disaster on the snap that hit the man in motion. Uh, send up a second and 38 for Chambers Wheeler Central once they had got it down to the 28-yard line of Humphrey St. Francis and looked in good shape, could not convert the final score, 22-20. to Absolutely everything that Humphrey St. Francis needed to go their way in the last 18 minutes of this game did, and they, they made it go their way. Yeah, you know, that's the thing. You know, the old saying, you make your own breaks. You know, Dick, Mike Ditka says that, you, you know, you deserve what you earn, and they'd earned it you know to be in that spot in the game no question about it the only downer to the thing is it is too bad that uh chambers wheeler central it really just came down to bad luck like that that snap i mean you know and you can say well that's the deal you can't put yourself in that position and i understand that my point just to it is it wasn't that a kid blew it or somebody made a mistake that was just a bad luck deal where that snap hit him uh, hit the player, Doug. And that is our scoring wrap brought to you by Buffalo County Farm Bureau. Everything you need covered wrapped up in one great insurance agent. That's going to wrap things up for now. We'll be back in about an hour with the Class B championship game as Aurora take on Elkhorn South. 
For our producer engineer, Merritt Lawson and Larry Baker, I'm Doug Duda. You've been listening to the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. St. Francis scores the last 16 in the fourth quarter to win the D2 championship over Chambers Wheeler Central, 22-20. to This is Doug Duda saying, stay with us. Class B, an hour away. The proceeding has been a KXPN Sports production brought to you by the KXPN Sports Club. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, go to our podcast link at ESPNSuperstation.com.